Kofi Kingston, a moment 11 years in the making here in WWE to have your New Day brothers there in the ring, your sons there in the ring as you won the WWE Championship. Can you put that into words? I really can't. It's just, it's, it's so emotional, like, work so hard. And, and here we are after so many uh, just trials and tribulations, you know what I mean? Uh, it, it's, it's been a long, hard path. It's been a lot of fun, but it's also been very difficult to get to where we are now. And um, I'm just, I'm so, I'm so grateful for these guys. If uh, so many things, so many stars had to align to get here, you know, over the past 11 years, everything had to happen exactly the way that it happened in order for this to mean as much as it does now. And uh, it, it just, it legitimately means the world. It's, it's just surreal. And I, I, I feel like I'm in a dream and, and I don't want to wake up. <laughs> now is the time. Welcome to the Wrestling House Show. My name is Chris. And my name is Joey. And welcome to episode 124 of the Wrestling House Show. In this episode, kind of counter to the previous episode, that was the WrestleMania weekend preview. This is the WrestleMania weekend review. So yes. it's not, again, it's not our typical um, week-by-week show where we do the matches of the week. We're just going to be talking about the three main shows that we previewed on the last show on this episode. And unlike the atypical wrestling podcast, which I like to brag that we are, yes. it's not going to be a match-by-match match analysis. It's going to be just a general feeling of the show overall, I think. I mean, there'll yeah. be certain matches we do talk about specifically. Yeah. But, but you know. We're going to we, go we over. Have retro, we have retro reviews for those kind of shows. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I'll probably mention all the matches just to get us talking about them, uh, kind of talking about the order, but we'll probably skip over some of them. Like, yeah, I liked it or I didn't like it and then just kind of move on. Yeah. Because well, this is not going to be as long as WrestleMania. Yet, right. So. I was about to say the show was long enough and that's one of the things we'll talk about is the length, which people have talked at length about the length of the show, mm-hmm. but we're going to do it too because this is our show. And uh, you, since you brought it up. I, I w- I've been going back and doing this little project that we're going to talk about later on in the episode as far as uh, what they delivered to the fans overall. And I noticed that one of the more fan-friendly, and I'm not going to say if it was overall, but one of the more fan-friendly and favorite WrestleManias in recent memory was WrestleMania 30, mm-hmm. the Daniel Bryan storyline. Yes. Okay. There was nine matches, eight or nine matches on that uh-huh. show. They doubled it since then. Yeah, this one, so, including the pre-show, there were 16 matches. That's exactly. So there you go. Yeah. It's like eight or nine. That's pretty much doubled yeah. in, in my book. So <laughs> it's, it's some Steiner math, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, and a third. Yeah. But uh, let's go. Yeah, of course. Let's start with something badass like a like a takeover. What do you think? <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's that's where we're going to start. Um, yeah. Chronological Concise. order. Yeah. Five absolutely. matches. <laughs> yeah, but it's it was about three, just over three hours, the show, five matches, and it was like 3.15, I think, because I just looked at it on the, the network. That's got to be the longest takeover ever. Probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they kept talking about being the biggest takeover ever. Because, yeah, every single match was a title match. I don't know if that's happened before. 
I don't think it has it's either. It's usually like a grudge yeah. match or something in there somewhere. Yeah, because um, even like some of the bigger, more important ones, like yeah. War Games, is not a title match. Because well, it wasn't, wouldn't really even have had a chance to be until the North American title came around anyway. Exactly. And they had that and the UK title on this show. But yeah, overall, TakeOver, loved it. I thought it was great, top to bottom. I actually was just watching some of it earlier today to kind of review it for the website, which I had to take a little bit more specific notes for that. Which you can get at cnjradio.com. Thank you. And click on the that. Wrestling House Show splash link there. Joey taking care of business. Yes. Um, but, yeah, man, the show, watching the matches again. When I was watching the show, I was thinking, this is the best match of the night for every match that happened. So every time, and watching it again... Just watching the first match was the War Raiders versus Aleister Black and Ricochet for the tag team titles. Yes. And I was like, this has, this is the best match of the night. And I'm just watching it, and I'd already seen the show, and I was watching it again. But then I got to Velveteen Dream and Matt Riddle, and I'm like, this, wait, wait, was this the best match of the night? And mm-hmm. I, honestly, I don't know what my favorite match of this show is, because TakeOver's... Kind of like uh, New Japan shows, they have so many great matches, but they're different. And it's hard to kind of compare them head to head. It's more of a like a taste thing. I'd have to go with like kind of the old school booker mentality there. And also in poker, if mm-hmm. it's a push, it goes, you know, or if it's a tie, it goes to the winner. Right, yeah. So if it's a tie, it just goes to the main high, event. High card wins. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. High card has to win. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm i going to say, for me, the two out of three fall matches, the match yeah. of the night, for that reason. Yeah, probably so. All right, so pause the show right now if you haven't seen TakeOver New York from this year, because it's great. you got to go see it. We're going to spoil a bunch of shit right now. Chris, go. Yes, we can't talk about these things without talking about the winners, really. You can't review no. it without doing no. that. We were pulling against... Johnny Gargano in the main event. Yeah. We were going for Adam Cole. You especially because you have a, you still you still yeah, don't like Johnny. I still stand by my. I don't say I don't like Johnny. <laughs> I say I want. I love Johnny. That's the problem, and I want him to win the right way. And they kind of with this match, they kind of especially the aftermath, they sort of just pushed all that other stuff to the side, and it was forgotten. And this was old johnny gargano again johnny like waking wrestling. up from a bad dream yeah because they didn't really mention hey alistair black remember when he attacked that guy and yeah. it was a real butthole to everybody for like half a year yeah even his wife yeah exactly <laughs> and it's all kind of gone away now yeah. that champ has gone away yeah. um well sort of we saw him that night <laughs> yeah but that's yeah the whole thing. we're going out of order so let's yeah. just talk about the two out of three pauls it, yeah it was a great match it was uh, full of emotion you know, they went at it like, you know, the first two falls, which you know are going to split. That's just, yeah. I, I could count on two fingers how I, many times I've seen two straight falls. I know I've seen it. I just can't think of the matches. I, I know it is the first Survivor Series. No, no, no. My bad. First Royal Rumble. Uh-huh. Okay, in my head. First Royal Rumble, the television special, the Islanders won two falls in a row. 2-0 over, I think, the Young Stallions, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, MVP beat uh, that guy whose name we don't mention anymore, the guy that went away in 2007. Okay. Uh, MVP beat him two straight on a pay-per-view. Oh, okay. Two out of three fall for the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the only two times I can think of, so yeah. I'm going to go and stick with that. Prove to me you're out there listening, right or wrong. <laughs> Send in the uh, emails. There's got to be more, but yeah. yeah. It's... Well, in the world, yes, probably. Yeah, but yeah. Think of WWE television. Sure. That has to be, unless I'm going back to old garden shows that I just didn't right. see. So, yeah. Man. And and the fact the third fall, that's when you throw all, anything you got to throw against the wall. Yeah. 
you do it in the third fall. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all bets are off. Undisputed comes out, you know, and wackiness yeah, ensues, all that things stuff. like that, you know, so. But I was glad that, obviously, they're going to give these two guys, and this match, and this title, a lot of time on the show, and they did. It was probably like a 45-minute match or more, yeah, or so, somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah, about that for sure. Yeah. So, a lot of times, like when you see two out of three falls matches on TV, or even most WWE pay-per-views, the first two falls don't matter. And the the falls happen when they would never have happened if it wasn't a two out of three falls. Yeah. It was just some throwaway move. That's what almost always happens on main roster stuff. Yeah. But in this one, it wasn't really like that. Like, I, I wouldn't have wanted it if it was just a one-on-one match, and like that first fall happened. I would have been like, okay, well, I kind of wanted a little more, but it was still a good fall. That was a good like TV title match fall yeah. for that first fall, and then the second one, and then and then the third one was just like like you said, everything they threw everything in there. Yeah. So, but and this is uh, despite the fact that Adam Cole lost, this is a match he needed to have once again. Yeah. If if you're not going to give him the title, then you need to make him the most serious contender. And that's what I think this was, because Adam Cole was a replacement. It was supposed to be Gargano and Champa. Yep. And in that five-way match that they had, every other guy had something else to do on the show. Exactly. It was Black and Ricochet and Dream and Riddle, and they all already were booked in other stuff. So you, he was kind of by default, which stinks to say, but yeah. he was... Um, not that he doesn't deserve it because he absolutely does. Sure. And this is just, it's kind of the Kofi Kingston thing. I was going to say, look at, look at, look yeah. at how much greatness we've gotten out it's, of the year by default. Yeah. It's the stars <laughs> aligning for this thing to happen. Yeah. And I guess as much as I wanted Cole to win and as much as I still want him to have won, the, I think the thing that they were trying to do that they are doing successfully going forward is building a good challenger for Johnny Gargano because of course he deserves the title and it's time it's beyond yeah. time for him to have the title yeah and it would have been so great for him to beat Champa for it but he couldn't because of life and things happen but him beating Cole and having Cole lose again on a big show I think actually will make him angrier and hungrier for that title yeah. and it's going to make the feud better going forward than it would have yeah. been Having Gargano chase Cole through the summer, in retrospect, in my own brain, that wouldn't have been as good as what we're going to see. Yeah. I think it's going to be great for all those reasons you said. Yeah. Looking so forward to this potentially being the rivalry of the year. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because we haven't seen the rivalry portion of it yet now, yeah. have we? At least yeah. not pre-takeover. Right. There's no rivalry. There was There was a great promo that they put on each other. Yeah. Great start to the feud. But it's not, you know, looking forward to the actual... It's like, yeah. they say, uh, winning the battle but losing the war. Sure. So the rivalry is the war in yeah. pro wrestling. So, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. So looking forward to it, it's going to be great, yeah. and I'm already penciling it in for the whole year. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And then, uh, what else to say about the rest of this show? I mean, I... I I didn't pick a whole lot of the winners, I don't think, in advance. You picked, I think you picked Baszler to retain, and she did, and I picked... That's about it. I picked Yosha Rai, but yeah. Oh, and the War Raiders winning, too. Yeah, yeah. The, I picked Walter. Yeah. By the way, the War Raiders, this is team that, uh, they were called okay. the War Raiders. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, we'll get to that on the next the episode. Next, we got a lot for that. <laughs> Put a pin in that for the next yeah. episode. Um, uh, but yeah, the, the women's match was really good. It was a great match. I think it may have been the least great match of the night because the other matches were that much greater. Yeah. Um, it's almost unfair to have a lot of these things sure. on the show as well. 
um, Walter and Dunn, like just oh. two dudes like slapping and hitting each other. And it was interesting to me because Walter, even in the stuff we saw at WrestleMania weekend last year yeah. and everything he's done in NXT UK, he's never been in trouble. Like he's, he's never had any yeah. trouble with anyone. Yeah. I've never seen him like in that kind of peril. Yeah. You know? Like it's, it's, and I knew if something yeah. was going to be Pete, Right. You know, because, yeah, I got my Pete yeah, Dunn shirt on. This is great yeah, radio. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, you know, it's one of those things, like, I kind of saw it happening, and I kind of knew that Walter was going to be the time. guy. Yeah. And it's just sad. All things must end. All things yeah. must come to an end. And, yes, Pete Dunn's reign is over. It will not be his last. No, of course not. It's going to, I think it's going to be a great feud. He may not take it back from Walter, but he'll get the title back at some point, I'm sure. Yeah, at some point. Because... God, you know they're going to put in a bid for him in, in America. I mean, like, oh yeah, they're going to want him up there sooner than later. Yeah, but, you know, we'll see what happens. It's going to be that thing. They're going to grab the the big shiny things that they yeah. really really want, yeah. and the things that they don't want, they're going to send down there. Yeah, it's, it's sad. It's... UK is such a great show. Yeah, it's going to get that stigma sooner than later. Sadly, yeah. Uh, and I, I think they need to keep Dunn on there for a while because he's kind of he's he is the main draw. Even with Walter having the title, I think Pete Dunn is still kind of he's the, he's the ace of UK for sure, yeah. like hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Despite what other people might say yeah. that that are you know actually wrestling for the company. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Devlin says he's the ace. Oh uh, uh, well, yeah. But he's not. No. <laughs> Um, but I honestly, I don't want to see Pete Dunne outside of NXT, like for his entire yeah, WWE yeah. career. I just don't think they would know what to do with him. Yeah, that is a yeah. true, Pete Dunne is one of the most NXT, NXT wrestlers of all time. Yeah. Man. Like absolutely. same will probably be said about Johnny Gargano. I was going to say. We'll yeah. wait and see. Yeah. But I, Johnny's obviously more marketable overall. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm scared to death about Pete Dunne ever competing outside of NXT. <laughs> I'm sure he wants to. I mean, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But, and, you know, you won't have to work as many minutes. That's for sure. Right. But, you know, the travel sucks a lot more. You yeah. know, I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of pros and cons, like even yeah. more so now than ever before that you got to deal with. Yeah. You know, if you are a WWE superstar, male, female, whatever brand you are on, you probably should not get hitched. That's not a good idea. Like, do not get married. Why do you say that? I say that because now there's five brands. Oh, yeah. And you could be on any one of them. Or you could, it'd, yeah. be, it'd be advantageous for you to go to maybe NXT UK, pick up, pack up, and move. Let's say you're married. Yeah. What do you do? Let's say your wife works in the same company. Yeah. What do you, I mean, like, this is, this is. A nightmare it's like a headache there's almost <laughs> i think wwe does try to at least on the main roster try to keep married couples together yeah and we will we'll talk about that again in the shake-up because there's yeah, actually been happening. some take backs from some of the movements i think because they of just, marriage they just forget no it was because of something else that happened. Oh, okay. I, I don't want to get into right, it we'll on this one it. we'll get into it on the next one to make because yeah. it's it's actually just a rumor right now so i'm not sure if it's actually oh, true okay but yeah. uh we'll get into that's a tease for the next yeah. episode sorry i went on on that tear there but i just i thought about i always try to think about yeah the actual person yeah too you know so but yeah the anyway. uk title match like the, the fact that dunn put walter in so much trouble 
forced Walter to do like these other things that we yeah. hadn't seen him do before. High spots. Yeah, <laughs> like the the leaping bear from the the top of the the turnbuckle yeah. and that power bomb that he delivered at the end of the match. Yeah, like that... and just slamming Dunn as hard as he could, like so many times. That sounds like it was Nigel's favorite match to call yeah. ever. I yeah. mean, that's what I love about that is it. And, and Nigel com- commentating for UK is different than Nigel commentating for regular NXT. Have you noticed that also? Yeah, yeah. I he, think he fits a different role when he's there with Vic as opposed to with Ronaldo. Yeah, because, you know, he's got to play a little bit more contrarian. Yeah. I think he's probably told to do that too. Yeah. He takes a lot of pride in that UK, and rightfully so. Yeah. But I that sounds like his favorite match ever. If I had, yeah. to, if I had to guess, and I was going to ask him, like I bet he would say that yeah. match right now. And there's that great moment where you know they're just both spent. They're they're both kind of, oh yeah, you know, sucking the third wind, going into the fourth gear, yeah, yeah. fourth wind, and they're both of their backs are to the ropes on opposite ends of the ring. Yeah, and you know it's like, all right, here we go. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that's they, when they go to the center of the ring and just throw fists. Yeah. yeah, which is hopefully won't become too much of an nxt cliche because it only needs to happen like every now and then. yeah because that's that's a war games moment yeah that's kind of a wider thing too that happens you see that a lot in like new japan and things any of those kind of strong style type matches i think yeah Yeah, the meet in the middle that's when you know the match is like really up there yeah so hopefully they won't force it too much yeah like like the fans took to the this is awesome and you deserve a chance let's not water this down times every every night yeah, but I don't know. I, they mean well, I suppose. Yeah, but... we're part of it, man. We're doing <laughs> it right. <laughs> uh, Jumping, I want to jump back to the women's match real quick. Okay, because I think we kind of glossed over it a little bit, but I did like the match quite a bit. Yeah, I thought it was a really great showing from Shayna Baszler. Like she just watching this match again. I just watched it for a second time and just watching her be that dominant champ and really showing it this time. She put Belair in the Kirifuda clutch a couple times, but she didn't do the th- Belair didn't do the thing where she lasted for like an hour, <laughs> yeah. like she did in the previous match, which I didn't like. This time, she got her in it for maybe like twenty seconds. She got out of it. She put her back in it. So maybe like thirty seconds, and she had to tap. So yeah. I thought that was a lot better. It was more well done. It retains Baszler's status without hurting. Bianca Belair because yeah. I mean it's it's supposed to be a devastating move sure and any of the other challengers too yeah I think I think this is now one of the last hurdles EO is definitely going to be the contender I think at this point yeah I don't see any reason for it not to be yeah so and Bianca is probably moving up sooner than later I think they're going to want to grab her sooner than later. even though I don't yeah. think she's ready honestly I think no, that they're going to yeah but she's really people like her like immediately like that's the other thing it's not that people do like her but a lot of people hate her too like if you go and look on like anytime they post anything about bianca on any wwe social media mostly facebook is what i've seen or twitter sure uh, if it's about Bianca, go check out the comments. Oh, really? Because it's I, I'd stay away from comments. As yes, much as I can. and and everything that's wrong with this world is pretty much in a comment section right. of any social media page, whether it's YouTube or Facebook or sure. what have you. But Bianca gets a response. That's oh, yeah. the thing. Oh, that's, that yeah. that's that factor. They like it. They yeah. like it. The same. It's the post Cena syndrome, as I call it. <laughs> right. You know, they think that love hate is. Right. This is great for our show, you know, and I don't think it's great for everybody. I don't think no. everybody needs that. Baron Corbin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, 
there's people there's just boosters and there are people that would she's the last thing they want to see but they can't help but say something sure bianca is that person she will be on the main roster within the year yeah I really thought they were going to bring her up like the night after yeah. because because she 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 took the fall right she took the yeah, fall yeah. and at the end of the match she did the big thing where she did the KOD on uh, Io Shirai and Kairi Sane at the same time yeah. and from that moment on she was like crying in the yeah. ring and mm-hmm. I I thought like for sure like hundred percent I said I said when I was watching it like this is her last match in NXT it but, sure seemed like, like way, but, the way yeah. the way you knew it was Alistair yeah. and Ricochet's right. last go yeah. around. So, but I mean, we were talking about the nights after they didn't pull her up on those and I haven't seen her in the shakeout. So, um, there's always the week after. Yeah. Apparently they're still figuring it out. Yeah. So it'll be so cool once they figure this whole thing out. (laughs) Right. And then, uh, of course, Yoshirai and Kairi Sane, like I said, I love them. They worked as a team throughout most of the match, but then they did start fighting a little bit at the end. Yeah. Um, I I like that the way they told that story, though, yeah. because the, the way it happened was it seemed organic and not too forced. Yeah, yeah, because they did push it all the way to the end, and they never got angry. The commentary was like, Nigel was saying, there's no ill will between these two. They're just yeah. competing. And Morrow was like, yeah, of course there is. I'm like, no, there's not. <laughs> but I like when th- that moment happens. And someone's always like, what the hell? Like, yeah. in the ring. And I'm like, what do you mean, what the hell? Yeah. This is the way it is. Like, they you should quite just... like that, though. She, but... was, she looked a little hurt, I guess. Cause sure. Because Kyrie's saying... Uh, actually, Kyrie did it first. Yeah, but it is a cliche in those matches yeah. that that it usually... was like, what do you mean, what the hell? Yeah. I, I just, that, that always just bothers me. It's yeah. like, no, just move on, shrug your shoulders, and throw a yeah. punch. Right, yeah. And that's what you do. And they competed. And I, I want to see... Shirai versus Sane because I know those matches are good because I've seen some of them. Yeah, but I don't know that we'll get to see that anytime soon. Yeah, so. yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't see it happening in yeah. NXT for some reason. Yeah, so maybe um, I'm wrong. And I did like that Baszler came to the ring alone. Like, yes. they didn't even come out to the stage. They stayed yeah. in the back. They, they bring her out to Gorilla, and then they're out on the ramp at the end. Yeah, you know that's yeah. that's they need to consistently do that. Yeah. That way also their interference will mean something and you're not just expecting yeah, exactly, it every time. Yeah. That's the same way they need to treat Adam Cole from this point yeah. on. Or for anybody in the Undisputed for that matter. Yeah. So, yeah. So, well done all around, I think. All around. Um, North American title. Talked about it a little bit, but Velveteen Dream, Matt Riddle. Man, Matt Riddle is... He might be becoming one of my favorites in NXT right now. Nice. Like, when he gets on a roll, like, especially, like, in this match... The way he strings together, like, these moves, just back to back to back to back, and yeah. just dominates for, like, 30 seconds, and it, I believe that he was going to win this match, like, three or four times throughout the match, because of stuff like that, because it's yeah. so fast, and it's so devastating, and it looks amazing, yeah. because he moves differently than a lot of people. Yeah. I look at guys like Riddle, or anybody that has an amateur background... Anybody that has a you know any kind of fighter background, whether it be boxer, MMA, whatever, mm-hmm. martial arts, anybody that crosses over into pro wrestling from that world, I always look at them with different kind of glasses, and I'm sure that goes all the way from management all the way to the most fair weather of fans. I think they look at them differently. I feel that they approach their role and their reaction to how they are performers yeah. based on whether they would watch or not, whether they'd be bored or not. Because sure. there a lot of them, and not that all of them are, but a lot of them are new fans. And some of them were never fans. Sure, yeah. And I think that they are as fun to watch as they are whether they're enjoying that moment and story that they're in. Yeah. So I've always looked at it that way. I noticed that Lesnar is very much like that. So I kind of use it as yeah, the template that, for that. Yeah. So... 
And you could also make the argument that certain uh, talent that came into the business with a leg up also does the same thing. Yeah. Big Show is a good example of this. You know, he talks about mailing it in early yeah. on in his career and stuff like that. And yeah. he only really wakes up whenever it's something that he is intrigued by. Yeah, because he was just handed everything. Yeah. yeah. So anybody that is kind of like that next level yeah. elite kind of athlete, you're treated differently than just like your, let's go with your Kurt Hawkins that walks in the door. Yeah, sure. You know, it's <laughs> a good example. New fans coming in also. Yeah. Different kind of fans. Yeah. So... Riddle seems like he's really intrigued with the stuff they've been giving him the last few months. And not to say that maybe he wasn't with Cassius. And I've met Cassius a few times. Nice as all get out. So he's good to his fans. We do know that. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe he is kind of that guy. And maybe because they want him, management yeah. wants him to be that guy. He is a yeah. gatekeeper. Yeah, maybe and so. I don't think he has to be liked. Yeah. He may not be. So maybe Matt. It could be. And not that that wasn't an interesting program to watch. Yeah. But he's really just amped himself up between that one and this feud. Man, it's... Yeah. I mean, it's a different performer, but I just feel like he... Like, that five-way match? Yeah. He was on fire. He was, yeah, absolutely my favorite in that match. Yeah. So, you know, I just... uh, Like I said, those people and Shayna, you know, I look at those kind of people and be like... Yeah, I think that they're like new watchers almost. Like, is this, be, yeah. is this fun or is this boring? You know? Right. So, and it's different. If you're a fan, you're just glad to be there. And yeah. you actually dig every match. Sure. And so I think that's why they have different kinds of fans. I can see that. I kind kind of of see what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. Because Johnny's going to go for it every time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I don't know if all of them are going to so much. Yeah. But they still have that intrigue, you know. So, anyway, that's... That's uh, that's my perception of it as yeah, it as, yeah. as an observer. It's an interesting so. way to look at it, I think. Yeah. And yeah, you can, I guess you can kind of see it. it. I guess when we see Riddle move on to a different feud, if if he's done with Dream for now, we'll kind of see how see how he changes, you know, because yeah. he can't keep putting more and more stuff in his matches because he put a lot into this match. Yeah. Um, he can rise to that level again, but yeah, he he dominated Velveteen Dream like throughout a lot of the match. Yeah, and uh, Dream, of course, charismatic and magnetic and whatever other words you want to use for him. And he, of course, he he did fight back quite a bit, but yeah. Riddle was really punishing him. And this match was about Velveteen Dream kind of surviving and finding a way to win. Yeah. So in that way, I think it really it played to both guys' strengths perfectly in my mind and it made them both look fantastic even though one had to win neither one of them looked anything less than fantastic in my opinion yeah i love how 180 they are it it is the in 2019 the definition of a sports entertainer is the velveteen dream yeah and in 2019 the hybrid pro wrestler is matt riddle yeah just so cool i want to see it some more yeah for sure i hope it's not the last yeah me too (laughs) so and, of course, the tag team match, the War Raiders versus Aleister Black and Ricochet, which we sort of talked about a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah, it started off, I liked the respect thing that they had at the beginning. It was, yeah. Nigel said it was a slow start, and, yeah, it was methodical, and they they were kind of going at each other, feeling each other out, and Aleister Black did the kick that he stopped at, like, the side of Rose Head, and yeah. like, mm, okay, yeah. I see <laughs> yeah. what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But then once once it started to pick up, it just didn't stop, and yeah. everyone was flying, and everyone was kicking, and everyone was throwing elbows, and Hanson was being ridiculous as he always is, and yes. Ricochet was being more ridiculous as he yeah. always is, and Ricochet lifted Hanson, I think, at one point, and it was it was nuts. It was good. 
It's a shame that Sanity isn't still in NXT. Yeah. Because I, I first of all, I'd, I'd want a Sanity War Raiders title match for sure. Second of all, leading up to that pay per view, we'd get a Hanson and Killian match. Uh, yeah. Out of this, yeah. C- come on. For sure. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I guess we won't get that on the main roster, considering where certain people I ended up. No idea what's going on right now. No. I have not seen the uh, shakeup yet. Just for the record. Okay. You know, we're recording this the week of the shakeup. All much, right. So. Well, then I won't, I won't say anything, but you I, know some people, pe- some people landed. I know some people are losing their minds right now, and mm-hmm. I've heard things, but I haven't seen things yet, so I'll move. At this point, there's so much going on, I'm going to have to wait till I see it to make sure that it's, it's really true or not. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> hey, keeping with the uh, tradition of the opener tag title match on NXT yeah. TakeOver yeah. and being the freaking bar setter and... For not just for takeovers, but for any event, in my opinion, yeah. some of the best openers consistently of all time. Now we're seeing it on these takeovers. Yep. So I almost have a feeling that you can't not do it now uh, until you have one that's just kind of okay. And then, so once that streak is over, right. then you you shift the card around a little bit. Yeah. But to stick with what works. For in sure. my opinion, future takeovers just keep doing it until it's just kind of an eight out of ten yeah. instead of that nine or nine and a half out of ten. <laughs> right. So yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a formula, but it works every time so far. So yeah. Don't screw with it. Don't mess with it. I remember, like, a, for the long time, the Clash of the Champions event, they would open up with like a babyface tag team winning a really exciting five to seven minute match. Yeah. So, it worked for me every time. So yeah, it reminds me of that. Yeah. All right, you so move on? yeah, let's let's move on. We're doing good. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're since we're going chronological, we're taking a WWE break for now, and we're going to talk about the uh, was it the G One Supercard? Is that officially what it's called? Yes, and it's a uh, hybrid cooperative show between uh, yes. America's Ring of Honor and New Japan, mm-hmm. or Japan's New Japan Pro Wrestling. So yes, it's <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, and uh, you know, this. Uh, this thing fuck i'm sorry this card had to be good from the word go yeah i mean we've talked about before but in short it's a sellout at madison square garden they sold the place out based on their brand not even knowing who was going to be on the show yeah now the other interesting factor that's come along is since the announcement and time of the you know the tickets going on sale the whole all elite thing split off yeah out of Ring of Honor, out of New Japan officially, and they're doing their own thing. Uh-huh. So a lot of people, I would say 100% of the people that bought those tickets eh. were at least, whether they bought it for that reason, yeah. they were at least expecting okay. those people to be that. at that show. Yeah. So with them not being on the show now, I think it got even more interesting because now you're left to the devices that you have that you didn't know going into booking the show. Yeah. So I'm not, I don't think that there was so much panic, probably more so on Ring of Honor's part, uh, you know, yeah, because most of them are American workers, pretty much, you know, yeah. all of the elite are, with yeah. the exception of Marty, but you know, <laughs> well, you know yeah. the non, non-Japan guys. But I mean, I'm, like Omega was a Jap- Japan guy. He was, sure. he was contracted to New Japan. So. Right. So with that being said, I think that there was at least probably a lot of big talks now between the two companies. Like, okay, how, how are we going to do this? Yeah. Like we have to still put our best feet, and face and all that stuff forward <laughs> right because this is the biggest show either of us will ever do to date in the states yeah 
planting the flag. Yeah. We're in WWE's backyard. We're at their old stomping grounds. Their freaking name is on the wall, like etched in stone in the Hall of Fame. So this is their house. We're coming into it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Do you think that they delivered as far as, like, uh... There were some missteps. Some large ones, uh, if certain rumors are to be believed. But overall, I think they did. And I think overall, they succeeded mostly because of New Japan and less so because of Ring of Honor. Not that all the Ring of Honor matches were bad. No. And there were some inter-promotional too. Sure. But the New Japan matches overall, in my opinion, were better than the strictly Ring of Honor matches. And just looking at like the, the main events, I would yeah. consider four main events like a, really. Like a triple main event. Yeah. yeah. And three out of the four were New Japan matches. Okay. So. That, that definitely is a good case in point. You know, yeah. like it's, and this is the first big show for New Japan in America this year. The first of a few, actually. Yeah. We're going to be at one of them. Yeah. We're going to be at the Dallas uh, show. It's going to be amazing. Yes. The first night of the G1. I mean, they're advertising their big four hitters, so yeah. I mean that's going to be you know right off the bat. We don't even know what the matches are. We don't even care now. Yeah, they won't announce. <laughs> they won't announce the participants in the G one until later. They just yeah. they just announced the uh, Super Juniors uh, oh. competitors, except all except for one, um, okay. like today as we're recording this. Ooh. So, so that there goes. Is, is it Liger? That's my rumor mill. I'm going to keep going. It, it, since Liger's on his farewell tour, I'm like. Is it Liger? <laughs> Liger is not in the Super Juniors. Okay. He, he had his farewell Super Juniors like two years ago. Okay, all right. So back to G1. I got to say, I love the way the show opened as far as like what they were airing. because we, The, the we, Battle Royal. Yeah, yeah, opening with the Battle Royal takes me back because that's what a lot of some of the bigger cards, maybe you think of WrestleMania 4, you know, yeah. start with the Battle Royal. Just yeah. get the crowd warmed up. That's a good warm up. Yeah. And man... Like I even love the uh, the switch out with, with Colt getting Oh in there. yeah, I like that. That was cool. <laughs> so, I mean, and then like you knew like you were in for a night of wacky booths and uh, like yeah, I kind of I don't think they need to do like so many change outs in the booth. That was kind of an issue yeah, for me sometimes. I don't really like that kind of thing. It's like I get the, you want to use everybody that that's you know that's there that's yeah. that's been putting in work for your company and you want to see them represented, but sometimes you just don't make the show. You don't need a rotating booth. Yeah, put them in the battle royal. Just make it you know yeah. make it. I don't know, but anyway, that being said. Fan friendly battle royal. I liked it. The freaking surprises. First of all, yeah. I knew I got spoiled like 15 minutes before I watched that Liger was in it. Oh. I'm like, oh, that's cool, but damn, that'd have been yeah. a nice surprise. I remember texting you because I was on my way. I was picking up food. Yeah. And we were going to watch it together. And uh, <laughs> you were probably thinking, oh, if only you knew because <laughs> yeah. you got the other thing spoiled. Yeah. So I guess I might have. Did I spoil Liger for you? No, I knew. Because <laughs> I think I was checking both? the feed to see if I could. Okay. Because we watched it on delay. I was making yeah. sure that I wasn't going to yeah. screw something up. So I saw him in there. Yeah. So I was like, freaking Liger's there, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, I thought, oh, shit, I just spoiled that for him. But thankfully I didn't. Yeah. But you're holding on to this big secret now. <laughs> because we're at the end of the people coming out. Because it's Royal Rumble style. Yeah. We're at the last entry. And it's the fucking great Muda. Yeah. And I lost my mind. Yep. <laughs> and Muda coming like, out in the greatest costume yeah. for any event ever, probably. Yeah, it was like Xenomorph kind of on his shoulders. And his mask was kind of a Xenomorph alien thing, but Muda style. It was real cool. Yeah, so, man, that was something else. Yeah. And 
And it ended up, well, we thought it ended up Muda and Liger in the middle of the ring against yeah. each other. And then Kenny King does the thing that they always do in Battle Royals and Royal Rumbles style now matches it, now. Yeah, nowadays. Yeah, it's it, it's like every single time now. This only used to happen a handful of times back yeah, in the day. It's, over, is, it's overdone now. Yeah, it's totally overdone. And I like Kenny King. Yeah. But I was not happy to see him this time. Yeah, he kind of spoiled that. So, yeah. I mean, he did that on purpose. When did he get out? When did he I get out light? I wasn't. They, the camera guys aren't as slick as the WWE camera guys. So. They got some on loan back from the WCW yeah. days because so they miss some stuff. You miss you miss things here and there. So I just assumed that King was eliminated at some point where we didn't see him. He yeah. had the uh, the um, George Steele disappearance. <laughs> yeah, just like the Jim Cornette trap door. Yeah. <laughs> George Steele the mind yeah. back in the day. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was still it was cool because we got to have that moment though where you you did think at one point that Liger and Muda yeah. were left alone in the ring, and then and, everybody was like, Ooh. "Yeah," and one of them was going to get a title shot. Yeah, <laughs> the two biggest innovators, yeah. arguably in in Japan wrestling history. Yeah, and they're there in New York at Madison Square Garden yeah. having a moment. Yeah, and I was like, "Pinch me! Yeah. This is great." Yeah, wish I could have been there. Yep, you know, man. But uh, yeah, so Kenny King is your is your uh, battle royal Royal yeah. Rumble G one winner. I guess he gets some sort of title shot. For I think that. it's I think it's a ROH title shot. Oh wow! I think okay. Um, so we'll get to that. Who's the new champ in a, in a bit here? But I'm not really going to go over like every match on the card. Yeah. Just kind of skipping around. I do wish there was actually another pre-show match that I wish they had shown. Yeah, you uh, were talking about that. Yeah. I was like, wow. They had, in addition to New Japan and Ring of Honor, they had some of the women from Stardom on the show. Oh. And because Mayu Iwatani was the Women of Honor champ, she was having her match with Kelly Klein, who was the Ring of Honor monster female. Yeah. And uh, But before the Battle Royal, there was a six-woman match with women from stardom and i think a few women of honor it was a six woman tag i just wanted you to see it because i have talked about this woman before kagetsu okay. who is part of oedo tai who's like maybe my favorite stable in wrestling for the past half year or more because they're really cool and they're just jerks they're just mean okay. to everybody and kagetsu is really good she's she's not big and she does a little bit of flying but she's just kind of mean like i don't really know how to Hmm. compare her to anyone else but she i think like rhea ripley or uh yeah but she's not as big she just she she likes making people suffer in different ways and whether it's putting them in a hold or beating them up or making fun of them or something like that she's just really mean horrible person i think it's great but that sucks you got shut out two years in a row from seeing stardom female wrestling you're right that sucks But Sorry, I mean, I have the Stardom Network, so I can. No, I, I, can watch I, I know, there, but, but still, yeah. like, it'd have been nice to see. Yeah, but I wanted I wanted you to see her. But yeah. kind of jumping forward, there there were like two title for title matches, the like winner take all, because everybody was apparently that was the theme of the weekend. <laughs> yeah, but um, it became the theme <laughs> for yeah, sure. Yeah. I guess it, they had this stuff planned in advance for G one. Sure, yeah. So I think WWE ripped them off. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> we'll get to that. Huh. Uh, but the ROH TV title versus the Never Openweight title, Jeff Cobb versus Will Ospreay, opened the show proper. Um, I liked it. That was that was, was a really good. cool match, yeah, man. Yeah. And there's massive get-up contrast. Like, I mean, if you haven't seen... For those of you who haven't seen Jeff Cobb, he's... He's Hawaiian, but he's definitely kind of a Taz-like wrestler. He's a suplex yeah, machine, yeah. 
and he wrestles he, a very strong style. He seems bigger than Taz. Like he, he taller, does. I think. A little but bit that taller. That may just be because of who he's wrestling against. Yeah, a little bit taller, about the same width. Yeah, yeah, just but, this big stocky dude that just throws people. Yeah, yeah. So I, wouldn't, he, I shouldn't say just throws well, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you know what I mean. Yeah, but he, he you want to see him catch a guy out of midair yeah. and then suplex the shit out of him. Yeah. So if you've been missing that in your life, Jeff Cobb is your new favorite wrestler, <laughs> and I like Jeff. He was very impressive live too. Yeah. And uh, he's wrestling Osprey, which is, you couldn't get more different. Yeah. And I knew I was in for some fun, and they delivered. It was just yeah. fun to watch. But, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a, it wasn't terribly long, but yeah. it's one of those matches like, man, and it's the old Gorilla Monsoon cliche, and I'll say it since they're in the garden, a, a main event anywhere in the world, yeah. uh, and it happens to be opening the show. Yeah. So it, it was it was great. So not as long, but, hey, we got a show to get to. <laughs> so. Right, yeah. It was really good. I was... Surprise! Like Osprey wrestling as a heavyweight, basically it's the open weight title that he yeah. had, yeah. but he's wrestling as a heavyweight. He's actually been announced for the juniors tournament, though. So I thought that yeah. was interesting. That wow. I felt I thought they were moving him up, but I guess they're not really. Hmm. But maybe, politics, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but he can do either, and sure. obviously he can wrestle a guy like Jeff Cobb and have it be yeah. super good. Yeah. Cobb's a breakout guy this year, yeah. and it was really cool that he got to be on that show. That, right. That's how I look at it. So, uh, next up was maybe like probably our least favorite in the room match of the night. It was Roosh versus Dalton Castle. Yeah, it was I don't, <laughs> I mean, for obvious like, reasons. Is Dalton Castle hurt or something that you know of? I, I honestly don't know. I, I wonder if him just attending the busted open anniversary show. Maybe he was late to the building one day yeah. and he got punished for it because I heard him on that. That I wonder that now since I remember hearing that. But yeah, I mean, I guess it was just a maybe this was the plan all along or like, hey, yeah. if we know the show's going to go long, do something much, like yeah. this and we'll give you a little bit something extra. And now yeah. the storyline that's going on right now. So it, it looked like. That this was the last gasp of the entire Dalton Castle experience in a way. Yeah, maybe yeah. I hate to use that word, but uh, you know <laughs> the whole presentation, the boys, you know, and I guess going out in style in the garden that was an amazing entrance. Yeah, yeah. And what else can you do after that? I suppose. Right. So I guess he's moving on, which is unfortunate because I, I kind of see Dalton as he can be a heel, but I, he always kind of I think needs to be doing that. Yeah. You know, because it's such a great, uh, it's a great idea how he's refined his his self over the years. So I don't know, I don't know. I mean, he's good enough. I guess, I suppose maybe he could sell me on anything, but I'm I'm wondering if this was a good idea or not yeah. in the grand scheme of things. Breaking the boys up from Dalton. Yeah, I know those guys are like contract guys. Yeah. They signed. They're signed to Ring of Honor as a tag team still. Sure. So I mean, maybe they're just gonna. They got to break them out. Maybe he'll get new boys. It's just it's the yeah. same boys that's yeah. been the boys for years. Well, he had like eight boys well, in his entrance. Yeah, so. eight boys. But yeah. you had to do the ladder. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you had to do the human ladder. Yeah. It's it's a little more sturdier than the Muppet ladder. Sure, so, right. yeah, you got to... So, maybe they'll just be new boys. And that maybe that's how... Are they break call them the new boys? Maybe it's the new boys. New anything is not good in wrestling. It never is. It's horrible. <laughs> it's awful. But, you know, maybe this will be a way to break some Except new Except the new day, in. sorry. Sorry, yeah. Well, that's, it's not the new, new day. Right. It's So, new day's in the original but name. But if they did new, new day, then that would oh, be bad. New, new day would be terrible. It would be... Uh, oh, I kind of like the name. Think about who would be in the new, new day. <laughs> let's not, let's not. Let's okay. not do that. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> okay. 
So, yeah, probably just going to get some new boys. Yeah. I hope that's the case. And then the yeah. uh, old boy, old new boy. <laughs> yes. Wait a second. Yeah, but those guys will maybe have a breakout year themselves. Yeah. Establish cool. themselves as a tag team, finally. Because they've, yeah. they've wrestled, obviously. Yeah. But they're not being taken seriously as right. competitors. So maybe this is just a way to just yeah. do all that for everybody. And yeah, so. that's all I got. Uh, on the on the bright side of things, I might be jumping around the car just a tab, but maybe not too much. Uh, the reunion you didn't expect, but maybe you kind of wanted all along. The beautiful people, albeit under oh, a different yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. I you're, mean, you're only jumping forward a little bit. That was the next okay. match. The Women of Honor title match was yeah. the next matchup. Mayu Iwatani, the champion, going up against, like I said, Kelly Klein. I knew like 100% that Kelly Klein was going to win. I just knew it, gotcha. and she did. And I was disappointed and I was sad. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the match was good. Um, I've seen better matches from Ayu Iwatani, but the match was good. So, yeah, they had uh, Mandy Leon in the booth, in the rotating booth, doing commentary for that match. And she's fine. She's not the best talker, in my opinion. I think they've had her in the booth a few times. Yeah. Just, you know, especially for women's matches. I yeah. That's, you know, she's the analyst. After the match was over, what did she go to the ring for? I don't even remember. But she ended uh, up going to the <laughs> ring for some reason. And you you knew this beforehand too. I, I got this spoiled. I yeah. was actually bummed out that I got it spoiled because all I did, all I heard was that they were backstage. Okay, but I expected Velvet to be there, be, you know, because of Bully. Yeah, so oh, it was yeah. that. Yeah. And but you know, I was like, well, I mean, is she just there because you know yeah. it's the garden and you know whatever? Yeah. But no, yeah, no, we're gonna go all the way with this. Yeah, and in a month where Madison Rain leaves the company to go back to Impact. Yeah be with her husband yeah see that theme callback yeah, makes sense yeah, okay yeah. uh yeah so we don't get we don't not that it's the original beautiful people because the original beautiful people is just angelina and velvet right but it had been nice because madison earned her bones there and i consider her to be a big yeah. part of that faction yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah but that was weird now they're doing it i wonder if uh yeah. <laughs> is that like one of those things maybe she wanted to do it and since she left, like, oh, we'll do it now. That'll piss her off. Like, <laughs> hey, I don't know. Maybe. So, I don't know. just I, a theory. I, that made me a little happy after being real sad about the inevitable of Kelly Klein yeah. taking the Women of Honor title. Because I'm not really a fan of her. She's fine. But I'm just, I don't know. Yeah. I, just, I can't get into her matches. That's fair enough. And She'd be one of your favorites, too. So, that, that also sucks. Yeah. And that, that didn't help. And I can't remember the name of the new, that's not the beautiful people. They're calling them something else. And I can't remember the name of it now. Allure. <laughs> Oh, allure! Isn't it allure? Because they have the A. Looks, looks like yeah. the, it looks like they were doing the anarchy symbol when yeah. they were doing the the lipstick or whatever. Yeah, but it was allure. Oh, so, yeah. yes. Okay. But I was I was super happy to see both of them, but especially Angelina Love because I I was have been a big fan of hers yeah. ever since the Beautiful People, and I didn't know that she was still doing anything. Yeah, legit. Haven't seen her in damn near a decade. No, yeah. so it was it was nice. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. I don't know if I'm going to watch a whole lot of Ring of Honor, but I may try to check out some of the the big shows, you know, yeah. here and there, and hopefully they'll be on them. Of course. Yeah, yeah, I, I would hope you would, yeah. you would think that. You know, I, I feel like they're still they still need to definitely prove to the overall wrestling world that reestablishing Women of Honor is a good thing that yeah. they're going to commit to. It's been tough going because yeah. for a long time. The women's matches weren't even on the the shows. They saved them for the YouTube channel, and they were mm -hmm. only on YouTube. Mm -hmm. That's not how you build up and make an equal division. Yeah, that's very two hundred five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's basically you put it on the internet. Yeah, and Good it only because that's why when we went to the show last year at Mania Weekend, that like there wasn't really much of a reaction for the match 
Because I bet you 80% of the people hadn't seen any of the Women of Honor tournament. Yep. Because it was only on YouTube. Yep. But I had seen most of it, but even then, it was like, it just doesn't feel like part of the show. It feels like this special attraction kind of thing. Yeah. And honest, like, I think they need to incorporate more. If they have this partnership with Stardom, they need to incorporate more of them into it because yeah. I haven't been as big on some of the like house trained ring of honor women they're they're fine but these other women are better and there's way better women in the indie scene right now yeah so put it down write it in your notebooks whatever you want to do if you're out there listening there is a voice uh, of the pro wrestling fan that's on the internet that is saying right now there is something that wwe is doing better (laughs) than ring of honor yeah it's true it's, I mean, they're not, honestly, if you nitpick, there's a handful of things are doing better than Ring of Honor, because yeah, yeah. they're they're not as bulletproof as they used to be. Honestly, yeah. yeah. I mean, they still provide some excellent matches. But, they do, but it's uh, I think a lot of what's been going on the last few years has really hurt them. They Maybe, can be in real inconsistent. Too. Yeah, exactly. Like when, <laughs> I mean. I definitely saw some addition by subtraction when Punish Mar- Martinez left to go to NXT. I'm like, yeah. oh, cool. My Ring of Honor shows that I'm going to are going to get infinitely better because right. I was sick of seeing him on those shows. Yeah. So, yeah, closing some of the shows that I saw, like, that's not wow. good, guys. Yeah. That is a bad look. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I always root for him, of course. I always will. Yeah. They, they definitely brought me into they really did bring me into more of the indie side of things yeah absolutely you know, along with you yeah <laughs> so yeah i'm always gonna love them for that reason yeah. but yeah new japan kind of whooped their ass that night <laughs> yeah. uh there was supposed to be a street fight between juice robinson and bully ray uh yeah. ended up shenanigans happened it ended up being a six-man uh flip gordon juice and yeah. haskins versus bully ray shane taylor and silas young yeah and the way it started was is that a uh, bully uh had bullied uh the rapper uh which i forget i'm forgetting his oh name. i don't remember his name the nerd core guy yeah yeah uh, so got him out of there and it was started off as bully versus flip which yeah. everybody was like okay we're sad not to see juice but flips back yeah. and he's not hurt anymore this is great this is good full circle i mean you know this is the storyline and as much as the other one is now if not more so yeah. so good payoff i'm like okay that, that's a good idea for a bait and switch yeah that's how it's done right and uh you know so it started off because i made the joke like it started off as this one-on-one street fight and then it became the six man with juice and, yeah <laughs> and everybody else gets involved uh you know everybody's in there so I'm like, well, who gets the pay? You know, like in, in yeah. the in the fake world of pro wrestling, who right. gets the paycheck? Right. Let's say the good guy wins. Uh, Juice was originally booked, so he's on the books as being the guy. Right. If Flip wins. Does he get paid more or less than Juice Robinson? I was confused. Don't know. But I got to say, what a great moment! That was one of my favorite moments of WrestleMania week. Is Flip Gordon. And I love, I love Flip, but being in the ring and having that standoff with the kendo sticks. Yeah, and he's pretty they, brutal. They've got him dead to rights in there, and yeah. he's going to get to have his Tommy Dreamer moment now yeah. in the garden. The, the kid was already a star, but I think that really, um, you know, upped yeah. his stock by yeah. taking all that. And, you know, the crowd was, you know, just so in it for him. Yeah. And they really felt it. Not as bad as he did, obviously. <laughs> right. Uh, go look up his social media. But, 
Yeah, that was that was a cool moment, man. Because I knew that there would have to be there had to be a comeuppance for Bully. This was actually the payoff of the Bully Ray storyline, pretty much overall in Ring of Honor, from what I understand. Yeah. So it was just nice to see it all culminate right there. Yeah, well, that was cool. Well done. It was it was, it was a fun match. And yeah. I'm still on the side of I like Flip. All right, I like to see him lose even better. Even Is he more, your favorite so. loser? Yeah, probably. He's <laughs> okay. he's up there. But um, he just had to win, though. He had yeah, to win that match. Yeah, of course. You know, <laughs> and I, I get it, and I, I enjoyed the match. It was yeah. it was good. Uh, the next up was the junior heavyweight title match. It was Dragon Lee versus Taiji Ishimori versus Bandido. Man, and I know that some of the buzz on Dragon Lee was not so good that I had for some of the other guys coming into mm-hmm. this. I haven't seen a whole lot of them. But he had a good match. He did. And I was basing, because I was kind of talking about Dragon Lee, and I had seen him in the Super Juniors from like two years ago, I think. And some of his matches weren't that great, in my opinion. Gotcha. He screwed up a few times, and it just some of the matches just didn't work. I think but also, other matches did look good. So Yeah, I think having a name like Dragon Lee, you need to be great from the yeah, word go. Because that's, yeah. that's a big name to take on. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, for sure. It's an iconic imagery in our minds, right. you know. So yeah, if you're just okay, then that's not good. <laughs> and I felt like he was kind of banking on his name and his look. Because he looks great. Like sure. he's a big dude, but he yeah. he is a luchador as well. And yeah. he does the flips and everything. Yeah. And, but well, we, we know Bandito is always going to deliver. Yeah, and Taiji Ishimori. I know. I don't think you've seen him. No, not before. so much. Not so but much. he's he's real good because he's another one of the strong like cruiserweights. Yeah. He's real like he's very small. He's a small yeah. man. I like I like the hybrid strongman cruiserweight. Yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of turning into the era that with Tony yeah. Nese and people like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of those guys, Ishimori and Nice probably to a certain extent included, seem like they compensate for maybe their lack in height with the musculature and the power moves that they incorporate into the the more high-flying stuff, which makes them really, really fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the call of the week, I think, was there was a double, like, fall-away slam twisty thing or whatever off the top rope. <laughs> Is that the, the technical wrestling term? I'm, I'm going to go with that. Right. It uh, It's definitely in the 1004 list. Right. Somewhere in there. I'll have to find it. But, Yeah. Colt yelled out, "That's not a real move." Yeah. We just saw it with our own eyes. Right. But he, I, I feel like he's been hanging on to that line for just the <laughs> just right, right moment, yeah. and I'm glad it happened for him in the garden. Yeah. And then it didn't feel forced either for me. Yeah. So, yeah, that was nice. Was <laughs> That's real not a real move. <laughs> I mean, it definitely did define logic and some physics. Because I wouldn't have yeah. even dreamt that move I up. Have even, yeah. And I, I gotta tell you, and you, you, you know, we've been friends for a long time. We've watched countless matches together, and you've heard me come up with moves. Mm-hmm. And when they actually get uh, performed, I'm like, yeah. "This is great." Remember that? Remember I thought about yeah. that? And you're like, "Yeah, yeah." A couple of times this has happened. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would have never come up with that. Sure. Like yeah. there, there's moves like the Dragon Rada would have never come up with uh, yeah, that. Yeah, you don't think it's possible for no. a human to do it? No. Yeah, like half of Dragon Kid stuff, I, I would. Right. You can't dream that. Yeah. You're weirdo, if you do. <laughs> so yeah, I, I love that, and you, you know. I will I will amp whatever mental star rating up for a match if there's a move I've never seen. Yeah, and it for sure. It me. It's a good way to be. The three guys are good. The match was good. They yeah. all worked really, really yeah. well together. Kind of the so. sleeper. Go go watch that one for sure. That's yeah. in the upper echelon of yeah, the matches. for sure. The good half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the there was also, I guess we are going through every match on this show, but yeah. that's fine. But you know what? They don't get the coverage as much yeah. as, you know, 
the WWE bubble, so right. fuck it, why not? <laughs> the winner-take-all tag title match, the IWGP Heavyweight versus the Ring of Honor tag title four-way match, Gorillas of Destiny versus Villain Enterprises versus Los Ingobernables de Japón versus the Briscoes. And I'm just going to say it right here and there, and here, and there, and everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it's a little late. I'll, I'll, I'll be fine. <laughs> One of my favorite matches with one of my least favorite post-match things ever of all time. For sure. And it's a goddamn shame that those idiots, whether they were invited or not, and as of right now, we're to assume that they kind of were. Right. Um, I just, that just really took it away from all those guys, and I don't blame god about the way they acted yeah. the grills of destiny yeah. people like to call him god i'm gonna call him god i'm, yeah. I'm, I'm into it yeah. uh yeah i mean that match is so good and no one's gonna talk about that match yeah it that is sure. that is truly tragic it's one of it is so it is a train and car wreck simultaneously <sighs> but in the best way yeah i mean it's just pure anarchy that's why if supposedly what we're led to believe is that the Japan side of things weren't even in on all that bullshit at the end, yeah. and the refs and the security guards, what have you, I don't blame anybody for just dropping the ball on like, wait, what's going on here? Because yeah. there was so much going on in that match. Yeah, PCO is also not human, right. as as they showed you in the open. Yeah, which I, by the way, they kind of screwed that open. Yeah, but, uh, the electric chair bit didn't really work. Yeah, where where's your curtain? Maybe yeah. you kind of needed a curtain for that yeah. bit. Anyway, but have you ever seen somebody take such a bump really ever? Okay, yeah. take, uh, this is the probably biggest and most painful looking bump that didn't involve like a piece of furniture. Right. This is a straight up power bomb to the floor. And when Mike Awesome used to do that to guys, yeah. I'm sure that wasn't fun. Right. But they at least had a table to quote Slow break their fall yeah. this is a straight power bomb to the floor yeah it was it was rough like and i don't see how he stood up five seconds in he like undertaker ah, yeah. you know like and it's almost kind of like you ever watch those mike tyson knockouts like yeah. the montage like all in a row yeah half of the guy because everybody's body is different yeah so half the guys that got punched they don't know they got punched yet yeah. they're kind of like oh whoa <laughs> yeah. no we're, we're down the floor here yeah. i think he kind of did that a little bit like ah, ooh, ah. Yeah. he kind of went up and down like really quickly a yeah. lot in the succession of 20 seconds yeah so when you go back and watch it that's kind of a I guess I want to say fun thing to watch. It's it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. See how his body works. Obviously, it's it's next level. Uh, he just yeah. has a layer of fat all around his uh, innards. Is that what it is? Like the Homer head. Sure. But it's all over his body, apparently. Right. Sure. It, it's the only thing that can be explained for a 50-year-old man to be sure. doing that. Yeah. You know, I'm just glad he's still breathing in and out and living on this planet still. Because right. I expected to see his obituary the next day, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, be so dark, but <laughs> but I love him, yeah. and everybody loves him for this reason. Right? I mean, he can't be doing this for much longer. I mean, this is one of those things where it's like, let's just yeah, let's just do it, and if this is it, then this is it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I would hope. Yeah. Once it's all said and done, he's got a job for life yeah. where wherever because sure. he definitely deserves it. Right. So yeah, but all that being said, the bump aside, the match was so fun and so cool and just heart stopping and yeah. and it just it was kind of like a 
the the uh, the match with uh, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch uh-huh. versus uh, Eichner and Bartel in NXT oh, sure. and not in the UK. Yeah. Where they were like, you got seven minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so they probably told him you got fifteen minutes right. or whatever it is. And they just tried to put as much as they possibly could. Yeah. yeah. So. Pacing be damned and old yeah. school be damned. Yeah. I had a blast with this match. I did too. Yeah, it was good. And other than PCO, <laughs> like no one really stood out as being any better than anyone else. And yeah. I really didn't know who it was, was going to win the win the belt. It was definitely a pick 'em. Yeah. And then God definitely were more impressive in this match than they were at Wrestle Kingdom. I was. Mm-hmm. You remember me? I was massively yeah. underwhelmed. Sure. And, and just I I'd, I'd heard so much extra buzz yeah. like going into it. And that match did nothing for me. Right. This one, I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it's, I think some of that may have been, you got it built up too much for you. Yeah. And others, it wasn't their best match. But this one, yeah. I don't know if this was their best match either, but it was really yeah. good. But they got the Duke. So yeah. good for them. Yeah. <laughs> Double champs. Right. Uh, next up was the British heavyweight title, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Hiroshi Tanahashi, which is a match I've seen before. That was the finals of the New Japan Cup from last year. And yeah, you're saying that had a lot to live up to. Yeah, it was it was real good. This match was real good. Yeah, was it as good? I'd have to watch them back to back because okay. it's been a year since I've seen it. Uh, the the previous time, and I think they were saying they've actually wrestled. This is their third match. Huh. And because I think one was in one of the G1s because uh, Saber was in the G1 last year too. Okay. But so I think well. Clearly, Saber came out on top because he's yeah. won at least two of those. Yeah. And he finally won at Mania Week. Yeah, he, he defended <laughs> this belt that we saw him lose last year. Yeah. Because he lost it to uh, Ishii last yeah. year. Yeah. Um, I I thought the match was great. Zack yeah. Saber Jr. is always a ton of fun to watch, and this was no exception. Beating, yeah. beating the ace of New Japan is always a big deal to me. Yeah. That this, you're, I'm just gonna give it the award for human chess match of the week. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. In your mania week, if if you're a fan of the proverbial human chess, this was your match. Yeah, so go watch it. Definitely, uh, the intercontinental title, the champ Naito versus challenger Kota Ibushi, Oof. which I picked wow. to be my favorite match of the weekend. I don't know if it was, but it was up there competing for that title. It was very good. Yeah. Uh, skipping ahead a little bit without saying it, I think the main event probably beat it. I, I did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, but so much to live up to once again. Yeah. And and not choking at the garden, I'm just giving it everybody a thumbs yeah. up. You know, and that's just right. like because everybody kind of, pretty much everybody came to play, and especially the top level guys yeah. delivered. Everybody that was supposed to deliver delivered. Yeah. You know, and there were a few people that came up from. You know, not being as high up and maybe coming out a little bit extra. Anybody who wrestled in there is going to come out looking good. Yeah. But the ones that needed to be great were great, and that's that's all I could really yeah. you know say. Yes, thank you, Definitely. thank you for doing that. Thank you for proving us right. That's the other thing. We yeah. we like being right. You know, if you're a pro wrestling fan, <laughs> right. things like that. Especially if you consider yourself any kind of analyst or low level broadcast journalist. Sure. This is one of our things, and they did very well. Absolutely. <laughs> And yeah, I don't. I suppose I could have saved that, saved that speech until the end of the. No, the I mean, card, I but... think it fits very well in this match. I I don't really know what else to say besides I just really enjoyed the match. It yeah. was the contrast of style between these two guys. You have Kota Ibushi, who's like this junior heavyweight style wrestler, even though he's wrestling as a heavyweight now, but he's still like super hard strikes and very agile. And Naito, who is just very 
relaxed and calm, but then he just like bursts violence and then he goes back to being relaxed and calm. It's it's it was just really fun to watch to me. Really cool to see these two guys and playing their psychology that they did that night. And yeah. the main event as well yeah. is that you have these guys that are Japanese and I'm going to go back and pick on the old man again. This is the stuff that he would never uh, be caught dead doing in his company. Yeah, Vince would never book a heavyweight title match between two Japanese guys. And you look at these guys, they are all personality plus. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think that he's still... It's like people that still hold on to, like, old wars. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I I feel like that that's the thing. Like, and that's an old man thing. And I'm going to trash old men overall on this. There's a few cool ones out there. And if you're listening, you're one of them, sure. But... Like, this is like, they're like, like, they look at Japanese guys like, the old businessmen, stoic, no personality. These guys are fucking rock stars. They're personality plus. They can captivate pretty much an arena full of pretty much Americans. Right, yeah. (laughs) And have them in the palm of their hands with their actions, with their eyes and faces and everything, and and their little callbacks, and their their little things that they do during the matches, and then some guy will make fun of it. And the other guy, and they'll go back and forth with it. Yeah. Like, that's beautiful storytelling. And these are two Japanese guys in Amer- the most famous arena in America. Yeah. Pulling it off and, and just nailing it. Yeah, for sure. And, and yeah, of course, they, they're surrounded by boosters. But people watching at home felt the same way. Yeah. There were a lot of people probably watching this product for the first time ever. And yeah. I think about that a lot, once again. Is that there's no way you walked away from uh, the house going... Well, that party sucked. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, this was excellent. Yeah. It's super fun, and those guys are really fun, and maybe I have a new favorite thing. And those guys can carry that thought, I think. And yeah, absolutely. So there's no reason why this can't happen. Yeah. So I was like, I almost felt like they did it on purpose. <laughs> like, we're in Vince's back ha- backyard, Yeah. and we're going to do it this way. Sure. I hope that that was thought of really early on because it's the best possible thing you could do. And I just walked away just like, oh, this is great. <laughs> right. Fuck you, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, because oh. I mean, like you're saying, Abushi during WrestleMania weekend, when we went, he got the one of the biggest, if not the biggest reaction every time he stepped out into the ring. Yeah, love it. You yeah. know, anyway, sorry. <laughs> I just glom on and on about this. Yeah. Next up was the Ring of Honor title ladder match: Matt Taven, Jay Lethal, and Marty Skrull. And I and I enjoyed this match. Yeah, it, it, I liked it. It had to, it had the misfortune of following the previous. Yeah, it was a tough spot because it was like two New Japan matches, and then the tag match before that. Yeah, and another New Japan match before that, and then you had this ladder match, which it, like everybody said, involved. It was good. Yeah, yeah, everybody involved in this match is talented. Yeah, and I love to hate Taven. Taven is, he's a. He's a Jordan Devlin. He's a champa. Yeah. Like, he is a dick and a half. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I root against him every time. I will always root against him as, uh, for the foreseeable future every time. Yeah. Hate him. Yeah. I hate the kingdom. <laughs> hate all of it. Right. And I'm sure he deserves to be there. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> I was I was disappointed in the finish because I didn't want Matt Taven to win. Yeah. I still don't want him to win. Yeah. And uh, but overall, I liked the match. I wanted Marty Squirrel to win, but I don't know. Maybe his time will come. I just don't see them putting Squirrel versus Taven. 
Uh, yeah, Marty should have won. I mean, and, and also Jay should have won. I'm, yeah. I'm still confl- I'm still yeah. conflicted on this, even though the match has happened. Yeah, because Jay's been the company guy. He's he's literally the face of Ring of Honor and has been for a hundred years. Yeah, so he probably should have left with it. Really, honestly, at this show, yeah, probably. Yeah. so. and then all this uh, this weird stuff with David Starr wouldn't be happening now either. <laughs> that's for next episode. I'm going to dig into that some more. Right. So that's our third pin of the night. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was it was fine. Like it would have been fine ending a Ring of Honor show with a bunch of Ring of Honor matches that came before it, right? But it it, it uh, yeah, it was it, just a tough spot because yeah. the New Japan stuff is. I mean, I know they cross over, but it's it's different than Ring of Honor stuff, oh. and it's mm. it's it was it was a tough spot for him. Yeah. I'm not the, saying it was bad. Once again, yeah. <laughs> not saying it was bad. It was a good match. Tough spot for that guy in the front row that kept annoying you too. Oh, oh that, I think I did that. I think I might have had some sort of psychic thing happen. Right. I was like, that guy's an annoying hipster douchebag. Right. Man, what's he doing in the front row with daddy's money? <laughs> and then he took a ladder to the face. Right. <laughs> and like, everybody at ringside scrambled. It was, oh. That was fun. Yeah. And I had to tell my old uh, Robert Evans story to everybody in the yeah. room the next night. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the main event, of course, was the IWGP heavyweight title, the champ, Jay White, who you didn't know was the champ going in, I don't think. Cause, I guessed. Yeah. Because you were like, wait, there's a new champ. And I said, yeah. is it Jay? And you're like, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he <laughs> beat Tanahashi back. I forget wow. the show, but he beat Tanahashi for it. But it's only been like it hasn't four been months. Long. So yeah. Tanahashi was a transitional champion. He was. Which It's he, because Omega had to leave and yeah. they had to put the title on someone else. And yeah. they weren't going to put it onto white that's from wild. omega i guess i still wouldn't have minded being tanahashi in that position yeah. like great wow, yeah. yeah i get to have the title again he's the guy that carries new japan in yeah. times of trouble so yeah exactly like that, i i get to beat did. i get to beat the hottest wrestler in the world yeah. for the new japan title great yeah. sure you'll you'll lose it in two months great that's fine <laughs> right so yeah i mean it kind of worked for everybody that's still in new japan but it was jay white versus kazuchika okada Ooh. one of my favorites Yes. As I always say to the uninitiated, the John Cena of New Japan. What do you mean by that? I don't mean work rate. Don't worry. (laughs) I just mean, like, he's he's big match Okada. Let's go with that. How about that? All right. I got you. That's something we could could definitely agree on that. Big match Okada. And I've learned this now over the last few years. I've finally been indoctrinated into him. Guy, he doesn't just deliver. He over delivers. Yes. I mean, he is... uh, he delivers your pizzas in 15 minutes, not 30 minutes. <laughs> right. Like, he is yeah. a next-level motherfucker. Yes. And he's oh, he's going to go down as one of the greatest of all time, too. Oh, absolutely. And, and getting to watch that as it happens yeah. and knowing it. Yeah. That's the other thing. Some people you don't appreciate until after their time. Right. And there's a few people I could talk about, but yeah. I don't want to, you know, name names. But knowing that is just, it's neat yeah. because, you know, it's like, oh, it's, every time he's on the card, like, we're trying to make a point to watch that show. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. And yeah, it's he's been doing it for, for years now, and I mean, Tanahashi is eventually going to have to leave because he is getting older and he's getting yeah. kind of injury riddled. Sure. And Okada is going to be, I think Okada already is the ace of New Japan in my opinion, but yeah, of Ooh, course. so you think that maybe they'll have that his last match could be against him. I'd love to see that. And then they, they'll pass the They had a fantastic over? feud for the title a couple of years ago. Oh. The Wrestle Kingdom that I went to, it was Tanahashi versus Okada. It, was, it oh. beat out Styles versus Nakamura as the best match of the night. So, wow. Yeah. All right. It's great stuff. So, of course, 
all that talking this match Okada versus White was very very good yeah and uh, the the best overall match of the night yeah it is uh, and once again just going back to all the things I said about it being important it's the garden it's two new Japan talent tearing it down yeah and I, I loved it and I'd, uh, I'd that's one of those matches I would have watched right away yeah for sure because like, yeah. all over again i just love it like i know it's definitely having an impact you know yeah for uh and, and more so than impact wrestling sorry right. i have to say it, it is, is, but yeah i just like i like going into a hot topic and seeing their shirts there like i see yeah. jay white shirts like it was it was one thing when it was bullet club yeah but now you're seeing okada and jay white and, yeah it's really cool to see like you said okada and all of the japanese stars and also Jay White, when I first started watching New Japan full-time, Jay White was a young boy. He was in the black trunks, and he was just one of the guys, along with uh, mm-hmm. David Finley and some of those other guys that we've now seen move up and beyond what, yes. what I thought. Because I never really thought that Jay White, at that time, would reach the level he has at this point. I don't know that many people did, but it's cool to see. Yeah, and so that's that's my G1 Supercard. Yeah. That's my review. I really, really enjoyed it. I think I enjoy TakeOver probably a little more just because it was a bit more concise and consistently really, really, really good. Yeah. Whereas it's, there, it's were, there were little ups and downs. And the thing yeah. with the tagged stuff, that, that did hurt it for me. Yeah. Just uh, perception, I guess, you know. Sure. But, Women's yeah, over... match was better on TakeOver if you want to throw yeah. that kind of a yeah, push at it. Absolutely. You know, so there's stuff like that to talk about. But I still recommend a watch. You can watch it on... I might as well do this. I mean, why not? You can watch it on... What's it officially called? The New Uh, Japan? New Japan World. Okay. I think is what is the name of their streaming site. And Honor Club is also on that, too. Ring of Honor is a subscription service, which... Man, if I had all the time in the world, I would definitely have been a day one member of that. Yeah, absolutely. I would, too. If you have to pick... Personally, I would go with New Japan. You're gonna get, get all of these. Stuff. Yeah, they're gonna get all of these ROH super cards where they have New Japan talent on there. Yeah, you pretty You'll, much get like house shows. Like their house shows are important too. That's the thing. You get a lot almost of every even house shows. Like you said, the the ones that they go in their tours, you don't get all of them because I sure. noticed in the first J Cup I watched all of, or two years ago that J Cup they aired every single match in the jacob but this last one there were some that weren't aired i yeah. think there's a a tv deal or something uh, that kind of superseded some of those okay. but you get most of them all right well most is definitely the key word tonight yes we got we watched the most wrestling it's the most wrestling you watch all year i think yeah. is the week of wrestlemania yeah and so wrestlemania 35 which yeah i feel like that's got to be a truth like I mean, I guess big four weeks, but the length of Mania now makes it the most hours I do all year. Yeah, and it's tough. It, it, <laughs> I love wrestling, and I love wrestling, watching wrestling all day. And I was telling some friends that also watch, if I had been at the venue that day, I probably would have not been as tired as I got towards the end of the actual WrestleMania, sure. watching it at home. Yeah. Because um, we'll talk about it when we get to it. There, there was a big dip for me where I was like, okay, I'm kind of done with this show. And yeah. then it kept going for like another hour, hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. But it, it, they brought me back in. I, I, they didn't lose me. They did bring me back. Sure. But it's it's too long. It's just too long. Yeah. And by all accounts, what I heard, and I've become a decent listener of Busted Open. They're not competition in any way, so I figure, you know, I talk about it. But they were, they were uh, one of them was there alive and one of them wasn't. Yeah. And 
and even people that called in that were there live yeah. were like after Kofi it was really hard yeah. to like get that hyped about anything else yeah, afterwards. I, I was the same. It was the same so. as at the Royal Rumble, the placement of Becky Lynch yeah. in the women's rumble. Yeah. So it she had insane. to deal with it this time. She yeah. had it the other way around, yeah. which is, uh, you know, I, I, I guess that could have been a factor in going into the rationale of yeah. doing that. Not, sure. that. not that it's not justified either. No, of course. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's one of the things you have to deal with yeah. is the main event is all the stuff that comes before it. Yeah. And I even heard an interview with Rey Mysterio recently as of like a few weeks ago kind of being like because they were asking like you know as an athlete and you get ready for your show and you get to the building at some point there yeah. is a mental clock that you get used to it's kind of like people that wake up the same time every day yeah. they just kind of know to wake up the yeah. body knows it so when you get to the building you have a ritual you put your gear on and you do that prior to the show everybody does yeah because you never know what's going to happen yeah that's the thing about pro wrestling yeah. have your shit ready have your gear yeah jerry lawler wore his gear for years yeah when he was at the commentary table absolutely and yeah. that's the way to be yeah. so think about that and and i think it was bully ray that was talking about man i feel he felt bad for becky ronda and charlotte especially yeah. or anybody working that late in the show he goes you had to be around that building all day in your gear and being like just pacing yeah and then by the time you get in uh, New York time, it was midnight when that match yeah. went on. And it was just like, can you, he's like, I just don't dig that. He's like, that's not cool at all. Yeah. Like, that's why the show's got to get cut down. Yeah. There's just no two ways about it. Yeah. And then Rey Mysterio was like, yeah, I, I kind of prefer being on early now. <laughs> you know, yeah. I know maybe that says something to his age, but also I don't think he's so far off of any age range as far as like, yeah, it's just kind of cool to get it out of the way and not yeah. have to worry about so much. And, of course, he's main evented, so he's been there. He doesn't have to worry about it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, man, they just, yeah, they got to cut. I mean, they needed to cut at least four matches off of that show. Yeah. I'm sorry. And, I, like I said, hate for someone to not be on the show, but that's what a battle. That That's why God invented the Battle Royal, Chris. <laughs> <All right, yeah. laughs> that's why. Uh, right. <laughs> the wrestling gods there you go yeah invented the battle royal and that's just the way it has to be and then you know save it for the next pay-per-view yeah save it for the the week of the main roster shows after yeah. mania people are watching and so it'll get watched potentially by more people is right. the thing yeah because i'm sure a lot of people tuned out i know yeah. people had to like leave or something someone yeah. was talking about like they had kids or something and had yeah. to, had to... that was the busted open host dave okay. Greca. Yeah. he said he took his wife and daughter there and his daughter was very excited about it too yeah and she didn't get to see the main event yeah because she had school the next day yeah, right. now okay yeah uh, maybe he's just doing that for the drama of the show right. i have a hard time believing that this guy left wrestlemania early however yeah. he's probably been to a ton of shows sure so the other thing is, but also, dude, uh, let your daughter have a personal day. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, you you got in there. Yeah. And he said he had nosebleeds. So I, I like the fact that he apparently doesn't have any pull, right. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. anywhere. So I was just like, yeah, but if he's telling the truth, yeah. then he was, he was like, and also the traffic. I knew the traffic yeah. was going to be garbage. There's people complaining about the transit, uh, Jersey Transit, like, dropped the oh, ball, Oh, yeah, they, apparently. like, shut down or something for the yeah. night because it mm -hmm. was so late, yeah. Yeah, so the people didn't get out of there for, like, four or five hours. Yeah. That was, like, that, uh, that festival we went to, the rock festival yeah. at the Speedway. I was, I went to sleep in the car. <gasps> yeah. And luckily, we, I was young enough to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah, you're, uh, my parents <laughs> we, were driving. We went with his parents and we, we were, you know, old enough to drive, but they yeah. wanted to go too. So, like, yeah. take this van out. Yeah. yeah, we got to sleep and we didn't get to, we woke up at six in the morning. Yeah. And it's that. only, we're only an hour away from the Speedway. Yeah. We, we, did we leave at 11? 
<laughs> you're like, yes. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yeah. So it's, they just need to figure that stuff out a little. And it's, yeah. it's tough because there are so many titles in WWE now. And if you want to defend all the titles on the show, which you kind of do, that's what that's what you have to do. Just do that. But I don't, yeah, because <laughs> there were also all of the titles plus a few of the grudge matches that yeah. there were guys in there that probably should be on Mania. But you know what? Just you have to bump them off to the week um, yeah. after. Put them on the Raw and SmackDowns yeah. after. Put them put them off to the next pay per view. And I'll say an unpopular thing. I know a lot of people were saying cut out the Hunter Batista match, which I say make it shorter because yeah. honestly that match needed to happen. It could have been for a shorter few for a few different reasons. That was a bit. That was the big marquee match as far as like celebrities, yeah. legends, yeah, uh, kind of style yeah. match because that was the only really one there was Batista. Yeah. He's a Hollywood star. Exactly, and that he's was a, a big deal. He's in the freaking MCU, yeah. and it's still happening. Yeah. So why not? Like, he's I mean, middle, I get that. Yeah, he's in the middle of being a gigantic movie yeah. star. So yeah. it's yeah, it should be there. Yeah, and like I said, the matches should have been a little shorter. Yeah, this was his retirement match. So you know what? On principle, on those two principles, yeah, needed to have that match. Yeah. But yeah, there's some things you could have cut off, and we're not going to get into the whole would you, what would you cut off maybe we'll do that for our big bad match by match review of this yes. thing which we are not only the last word this year but we will be the final last word once we get to that <laughs> retro review last word yes. yeah double last word yes <laughs> <laughs> it's a new name of the show <laughs> maybe not we'll, we'll yeah. workshop it gotcha uh, the double loose sounds way cooler yes. actually so <laughs> All right, we'll get to them later a little bit here. So where do you, where do you want, where do we start? Um, I'll just say one quick thing about the open with Alexa and that guy that's returning. I'm gonna go along with um, something that as Biggie said it on Twitter. He goes, uh-huh. "Okay, I'm gonna go with everybody should get a second chance." So that's where he's standing Is with this Hogan. The second or. That, that. I was wondering about that myself. However, I think he probably said that because of the mood of the day. Sure. It's all very... It's The power of positivity yeah. is at peak level yeah. at WrestleMania 35. Right. So I think that's why he probably took the opportunity to be like, you know, for right now, all's forgiven. Everybody deserves to be redeemed if they really mean it. Stuff, stuff like that. So yeah. we have this little segment with Hulk Hogan posing with Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. And making a joke out of himself doing the Superdome joke and all yeah, that. Yeah, but you know. he still got the name of the place wrong. He got the name of the building wrong <laughs> yeah. still. What do you say? MetLife Center? I think it's so. MetLife Stadium? Yeah. And, and you can see it in the same shot that he's in because <laughs> it's written along the top of the building. Yeah, yeah but... He's so, a smart man. So I just wanted to get that out of the way because yeah. Hulk Hogan at one point was Mr. WrestleMania. So yeah. he's there and he... Mm-hmm hypes up the crowd and i i, I get it i suppose uh, I, I guess i get it i don't care if yeah. he ever shows up again i kind of don't want him to i, I don't but, maybe you're, i'm i know you're the same page yeah we park our car in the same garage yeah. but you know this is where i really was just like in full the, the height of my ego happened right then and there actually watching the show with you guys because i just looked over at you and you knew what i was gonna say i was like we are the i say we're a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other we called it. Oh, yeah. We called the opening match. Yeah. And it didn't happen exactly the way that I said it would happen, but you know what? I'll take it. Yeah. Paul Heyman literally almost shoulder bumps Hogan down yeah. the ramp. Yeah, that's true. That. As soon as I saw him, I was just like, yes. Yeah. That was, I'll be, we're off to a great start. Yeah. We don't want to wait around. We talked about them waiting around till midnight. True. So Paul's yeah. like almost speaking for the rest of the locker room yeah. in a weird way without saying it. 
It's like, we're going to be home watching this an hour in now. Oh, yeah. You know Lesnar was out of there right after that. He easily watched three quarters of, or at least the last half of Mania at his house. Yeah. In his bed. <laughs> right. Like, kind of jealous. I'm sure everybody was like, oh, yeah. man. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're going to have the uh, Lesnar-Rollins match right away. Bam. Done. Yeah. And we all know what happened there, you know. Yeah. Uh, Rollins win the title. That he he was in the top three, has to win, and he did. So that's first of three. Mark it down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but before that, I know that WWE always forgets these guys. And sorry, but it appears that you have forgotten the cruiserweight title as well. Oh my gosh! It's oh been, my gosh! It's been the pre-show. To the pre-show. It felt like a whole other show. Yeah. It like felt like a raw episode. There were four <laughs> matches on the pre-show. They put the the battle royals on there. Yeah. Um, but let's just. Oh God! <laughs> I'm so sorry. No worries. <laughs> so this was the culmination or the the reward for Tony Nese winning the this year's cruiserweight tournament, and so it was Tony Nese versus Buddy Murphy, which we talked about before in our preview episode where it was like i don't know if this was the match i would have put on wrestlemania yeah but still it was a great moment for tony nice it was a great moment for both guys and it it felt like a change after a full year of alexander and buddy murphy going at each other and trading title it felt like they were trying to move in a different direction yeah i i I was saying maybe like during the pre-show or something depending on the outcome i feel like buddy murphy's going to get moved up sooner than later yeah and Cedric Alexander, I think, definitely has to go up sooner yeah. than later. So yeah. that uh, that right there, I was like, congratulations, Tony Nese. This is going to be his yard for a while. Yeah. And, uh, you know. It was just interesting to me that he was, I guess it makes sense as far as their, like, friendship. Yeah. Doing finger quotes friendship. Yeah. Although it was still, Tony Nese is kind of doing the baby face in this feud. Yeah. But he's been such a heel, like, the entire time he's been in WWE. Yeah. So it felt a little weird to me that they would do that. And just, it was a quick flip when yeah. it, they could have easily put a babyface in there against yeah, Buddy Murphy. You can't really count your eight pack and still be a babyface in this right. day and age. Yeah. So I just don't see it happening. Yeah. I don't, like I said, I don't even think they know what they're doing. However, yeah. it's still one of the best shows on TV. Absolutely. So yeah, the matches are always great. Looking forward to seeing who's the. Uh, just knee-jerk reaction. Who's the first uh, person you'd put in there as a contender for him? Against Tony Nese? Yeah, which which could be a transitional challenge. I'm not saying who's dethroning yeah. him, but who do you put in there to, like, you know, legitimize the reign? I would put in there... I'm going to have to go with the baby face because I just talked about it and mm-hmm. have... Well, I don't know. Yeah, I would because I don't see... I don't buy I think like Tony a, as a yeah, baby face. Yeah, so. I think one of the... one of the. I mean, is Lucha House Party still considered 205? Yeah. I know they've yeah, been bouncing they back are. and forth. They're on Raw, but they're not part of raw i guess yeah. i don't know it's well, you know like a Kalisto or even like a grand metal leak or put, something put like, like that. grand metal leak in there they had some good some, I, yeah. I remember them having a good match against each that'd other be good that'd be yeah. a good first uh i mean tony yeah. used to probably win that but that'd be yeah. a good first from metal leak's my favorite one to watch of the three currently yeah. i think it's oh. just because i've you know over time i haven't seen him as much but yeah. when they when they start to bring him out last year a lot yeah. i was like man i really like this guy yeah and he just He's one of those annoying guys that makes it look way too easy. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's like him, Neville Pock, uh, you know, yeah. Kalisto. He's another one. Yeah. They just make it look really easy yeah. when it's anything but. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. I think that'd be good because, yeah, Tony Nese could, that could be that transition back into being a bad guy for Nice because, yeah. like, friendly competition at first, but he's, Tony Nese is just arrogant. He's just an arrogant guy. Yeah. And so it would be an easy transition back into that. Yeah. So I, I, I definitely am glad because I did want to talk about the Cruiserweight title match. I almost wanted to make a point on principle to talk about the Cruiserweight title match more than any other match on WrestleMania. <laughs> okay. So what do you say? Lightning round? 
You want to just go through the rest of these real quick? Yeah. Yeah, because we're going to cover these on our eventual, um, like you said, the Super Duper Show reviews that we're yeah. all doing. So, yeah, let's just get through it and not talk about the matches specifically, but just our feelings about them and as the show as a whole. So, the next matchup on the pre-show was the Women's Battle Royal. Man, it was so cool when we th- thought it was going to be Sarah Logan. That Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But then, I mean, I don't dislike Carmella. No, I don't either. I, I think she's great, but yeah. it was also kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like... Okay, well, I, I, I wish they would use like the these... the company perceiving of yeah. like different talent. Like, oh, you, you, you think you want this, but no, you really don't. Yeah. Like, it felt I, like that. I wish they would use these things to elevate rather than have someone who's won the money in the bank and the women's title. Yeah. Like, put someone in there like Sarah Logan. And you know what? Let us vote on it. Seriously, right. let, the, let yeah. the universe vote on these things and then, like, not, and then don't tell us that we're doing that. Literally right. just post about the match. Yeah. Who do you like? Just say something like that. Yeah. And and, and take their word. Like, right. whoever gets the most without telling us yeah. that we're doing it gets gets to win. Because yeah. you can avoid a Baron Corbin win uh, right. again in the future. You yeah. can avoid these things. And yeah. I think that that... And busts, like... Also, you're, you're really trying to be fan-friendly. With yeah. something you can either make it seem like a really big deal yeah. or make it seem like not a big deal at all. Right. At the end of the day, that will be their prerogative yeah. to go with it or not go with it. Sure. But I think that's a cool thing to do. Literally just book it yeah. online and just have, you have social media people for a reason. Have right. them count the numbers up and yeah. do it that way. You can't Seriously. do it every time because people would start to yeah. realize uh, that. Maybe, but I still think that there's something to that. Yeah. I think it should have at least uh, a rock and roll hall of fame does this. They, they take a fan vote. Yeah. And whoever gets the highest fan vote kind of gets a leg up in voting. That's what I was going to say is like have it be like a committee sort of thing and have the writer's room have cast their votes and then the fans count for like two or three votes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I think that's a great way to be. So there yeah. you go. That's what I think about okay. it. And, and I feel and, and that just add that on to the men's. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for how yeah, as yeah. my opinion on all this right, right. now, because <laughs> the men's was straight up garbage compared to the women's it it was all we'll just jump over that we're kind of we're gonna leapfrog sure. a bit but the men's battle royal the andre the giant battle royal uh it was we knew it was going to be all about the saturday night live guys and braun Strowman, and it was and that's i don't Pretty care much. i didn't like yeah. the match it was it was fine for a battle royal but yeah. by the end it was all just it was overly um written i think yeah. and it was just a bit this big scenario bump of the night though ali Oh yeah, he smashed his face. Yeah, so he and, like immediately went backstage. Was like, I'm alive. And what was it? Harper was the one that was yeah. like pulling him up, and yeah, they like, had to stand there for like a minute for yeah, Strowman to remember. True. Yeah, I'm I'm really glad that uh, Botchamania spotlighted that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Strowman yeah. missed his cue like yeah. twice. Yeah, like he, it was there for a whole minute. Yeah, fucking yeah. <laughs> didn't do it. Anyway. So yeah, Braun Strowman. Like whatever. Well, he, yeah, we do. Braun Strowman wins the battle royals. They don't mean anything. If Strowman's the obvious winner. I don't understand why Oscar did not win the women's battle royal right. this year. Like I said, not trying to pee on Carmella. However, Oscar yeah. on freaking principle. Yeah, they're been thing. they're not gonna make any sort of reparations for taking the title away from her for no reason. Guess so not. They're not. Like I yeah. guess they're not. All right. Um, but jumping one match prior was the Raw tag titles, which we almost forgot about, or because. It wasn't even announced on the show. It was announced like the Wednesday before Mania or something yeah. online only. So they didn't even get to promote this on Raw. Yeah. And it was a big deal. Like yeah. the actual whole thing overall. Yeah. Very big deal. Yeah, it was. But they didn't promote it on Raw the week before. 
it was relegated to the pre-show. I mean, at least Ryder didn't get the title taken away the next night like he had with the Intercontinental. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't even make that joke when we were watching it. I so should have. Right. Oh, man. But Ed, here's the thing. The streak is over. Yeah. Kurt Hawkins. Yeah. Yeah. So, yay. Yeah. And, you know, they're both, uh, they, they both live near the MetLife Stadium, so that was nice. Right. You know, things like that. Tony Nese, same thing. Yeah. So, yeah, they uh, Ryder and Hawkins, the artists formerly known as the Major Brothers and the Edgeheads, yeah. are the tag champions once again for like yeah. the second or third time. I think it's at least it's at least the second time. Yeah. I just hope this reign isn't like the B-team reign where, oh, I fell over and I won by accident like, yeah, like every single time. Slipped on a banana peel yeah. and always wins, you know. So let's hope that's not what they're going to do, but mm. I, I'm not going to hold my breath. Well, as long as they spell their names right. Right. <laughs> mm. Uh, so we jumped to the main show. We already talked about Rollins and Lesnar. Uh, it ended the only way it could have ended and I was relieved and we moved on. Yes. That's pretty much it. Congratulations, Seth Rollins. Yeah. Uh, go away for a while, Lesnar, so we can maybe miss you. If you you, you decide to come back. Here's the other thing. I mean, Lesnar has nothing to prove. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like people are not going to be happy to see him if he comes back, but I wouldn't dismiss it entirely, yeah. even personally as a fan, given the right circumstance. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Second match on the main show was AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Which we saw more than the live crowd did, at least a lot of the live crowd did. Oh, because the, the lights. The lights oh, are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. I mean, I guess everybody had to go change their prescriptions the yeah. next day or something. <laughs> so, that sucks. Yeah, the match itself, I I mean, I liked it. It was, it was fine. I wasn't really surprised. A friend of ours had mentioned, I think before the match actually, that he knew Styles was going to win because on the SmackDown prior to the show, are probably going to win, they did that spot where it was the phenomenal forearm into the RKO. Okay. And since they gave it away on SmackDown, it's not yeah. going to happen in the match. Yeah, there you and go. Yeah, that, that's a match ender. Yeah, so for sure. It's a pretty good indication that Styles was going to win, and yeah. he, he deserved to. Yeah, and I'm glad Styles won. I mean, is he, let me think, 32? Was his first one. That's one I was at. And mm. he beat Jericho. Mm. Did he? No. Maybe Jericho won. Jericho won, I Jericho think. won. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So he has, he's not undefeated. No. I almost tried to do that thing. So AJ Styles, unfortunately, not undefeated yeah. at WrestleMania. I kind of would have liked to him maybe be the next one that yeah. maybe tried to pull that off. Yeah. I mean, it's never going to be taker numbers, of course. Sure. And, and it shouldn't. But yeah, uh, you know, so somebody's probably out there. I need to check on and see who's undefeated right yeah. now. There's got to be somebody right now that's not someone stupid like michael cole you have to have like at least two or three matches yeah, i think for it to count yeah. yeah at least two right now currently yeah all right so yeah and, and and i like the match but yeah it's one of those that probably should have been on the next pay-per-view yeah sorry but yeah yeah next up was the smackdown tag team title match usos uh alistair black and ricochet who unfortunately did not carry the titles the nxt titles into the into the show which we thought there was a chance they could thought there was a chance well, um, unfortunately for them I'm happy with the decision. Though. Yeah. Versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev versus The Bar. I was wrong about the finish. I said, no matter what, Rusev takes the pin. Like, he's going to get pinned. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he didn't. Who we, took it? I don't remember now, but remember. it wasn't it wasn't Rusev. Just, just someone pointed it out to <laughs> okay. me during the show. I don't know who one of the Usos yeah. pinned. Uh, so, yeah. But that all being said, congratulations to the Usos. Yeah. They deserve to win after being shut out. Yeah. Their actual main mania appearance for the first time. Right. So now they finally have a win on the main show. Yeah. And they deserve it. Absolutely. And I yeah. think storyline wise, I think they deserved it too because this was supposed to be 
finger quotes again, punishment for uh, forfeiting their spot in the, the gauntlet match. Yes. And so for them to win it, it's like, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I like that they keep going out of their way to congratulate Kofi, yeah. too. That's the best. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Next up was the Falls Count Anywhere match between Shane McMahon and The Miz. I, it, it, it was, was a Shane McMahon match. Yeah. I think everybody that can hear our voices right now, they know exactly what that means. Right. It was a Shane McMahon yeah, match. Yeah, they, they had to search for something to fall off of, but they found it <laughs> yes. eventually. Yeah. Yes. What is What was that thing? What was it? It was a scaffolding they built specifically for Shane to fall off of disguised as some sort of camera rig. Yeah, I wonder, like, did that impair sight for some of the crowd? I Maybe, wonder. yeah. See, I don't like that. Uh, yeah. It's because it was kind of in the middle of the floor, yeah. so maybe the one people on the risers weren't that hindered. But yeah, I hope not. Who knows? But yeah, <laughs> but whenever you see like a gigantic paint, black wooden box <laughs> sitting out in the crowd area somewhere, you know someone's going to go through it oh, because they, that's not a thing. Yeah, it's it's they, it's just for people to fall into. They got suplexed into the uh, was it the the truth cube from Martin Under Force? Okay. It's like, I mean, I like big stunts like that as much as the next guy, yeah. but when it's that obvious, I don't, I'd rather they just didn't do it. Sure. You know? I'm sure George liked it. He loves those things. George? Yeah, George Mazana. Oh, yes. Yeah. yes. Potato face. <laughs> Sorry. I, you didn't use his proper name. Oh, you can't read his. You can't read his. <laughs> uh, next up was the women's tag team title match. The Iconics versus the Champs, Banks and Bailey versus Jackson Tamina versus the Divas of Doom. I never get tired of being right on one of these main shows. We, oh, we yeah. were right about the Iconics yeah. and they did not let us they had, I was going to pick the Iconics in every match until they finally <laughs> won it. Yes. And they're the smartest. I mean, that was the smartest decision, I think, too. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants Jackson Tamina to win it, and thankfully yeah. they didn't really even have a big part in that match. Yes, and Nia Jax is uh, and not, not that I feel good about this, mm. but you won't see Nia for a while. Apparently, she's hurt. Yeah. Well, so. I don't wish anybody was no, hurt to be I hurt, don't. but I'm glad I'm not going to see her on TV. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I don't really feel that bad. Yeah. But you know, sure, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I, yeah. Car- Karma, maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> and yeah, I love the Iconics with the titles. They are. They have ramped up their annoyance factor, like just it blowing the roof off oh, of everything they do. It's I it's fantastic. Can't wait to see what they do yeah. with champs. I've been watching the videos they've been posting online. <laughs> oh, and, I need and to catch up on that too. There's there's one where they're just going through the backstage area, showing their title. They get their uh, nameplates on the titles, oh. and they're showing it to everyone. Like, hey, <laughs> this is beautiful, isn't it? You like this, don't you? You're, <laughs> you you know that we're your favorites. Yes. Right? We know. I know you're a little bit nervous. That's so good. Need to get the shirt on the next big shop sale. For sure. Yeah. Next up was the WWE title match, which was kind of my main event. Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan, WWE title. This was... This isn't a man-woman debate. It's just... It's a lot of people's main events. Yeah. It's... Here's the other thing. It's one thing to hear from people like us. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean fans. I don't sure. mean the other thing that they were okay. trying to get at. Right. All you have to do, and you know what I'm going to say, all you have to do is go look at the video of Shad and MVP watching it. Yeah. These are people yeah. that don't work for WWE anymore, that right. don't have any reason to kiss WWE's ass. Yeah. These are guys that were there at the same time that Kofi was debuting. Right. And they're seeing this happen. And I want to, I, I will not spoil this. Go watch it. Their yeah. reaction is amazing. That's really cool. And hearing Bob Bubba talk about it, or Bully, and he was like, 
They got me. Yeah. They got me. I said, look at you, Mark, crying. You know, <laughs> yeah. He didn't say, he actually didn't say he was crying, yeah. but I could tell by the way he was. <laughs> read between the lines. I read between the lines. They even made that motherfucker cry. That's cool. So, do you need to know anything else about that? Uh, bonus points, by the way. Uh, Rowan's shirt, best shirt he's done so far. And I, I've been a fan of some of those bands that he, he wears. Mm. Oh, was but, that the Romero shirt? Yeah, yeah, the Romero, all the. Looks like the Ramones, but it's yeah, Romero. Yeah. yeah. And I saw that online one time and I meant to buy it. And yeah. I, when I saw it, I was like, damn. That's cool. But uh, stuff like that, that'll live on forever, which it yeah. should. It should. And, and uh, But yeah, the match. And see, I think <laughs> the match was great. I love the match, of course, because both those guys are great. Yeah. And also just the, we've talked about the style of paying off a feud on the main roster that's so, there's so much, but it's stretched over such a long period of time and they put so much into it. And I feel like the Becky Lynch storyline kind of suffered from having to stretch it out over like six months. Yeah. Whereas the Kofi thing was just a couple months yeah. and it was all together yeah. and they did everything. It was kind of predictable, but it was, you don't have to be unpredictable for it to be good. Well, what I liked about it is that they didn't bring Daniel into it too much unless yeah. he was absolutely needed. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, of course he's going to be in some of these gauntlet matches, right. but he's not, he was always I don't want to say in the background, but he didn't really get involved with it right. until his character realized that Kofi was going to be a threat this right. time. Yeah. Like absolutely. when he finally got to that other side of it, that's when Daniel became part of the feud for yeah. real. And he wasn't even that, he wasn't even a part of the feud during Elimination Chamber, even right. though, even yeah. though he's the ultimate decider in the match. Yeah. It was never a Daniel Kofi feud until about three or four. Not less than a month before yeah. Mania, and yeah. that's when he became part of it, right. and that gave it a whole new shine. Yeah, like not that we weren't already invested in this, right. but Daniel played his part so well, yeah. and even even going as far, obviously becoming the thing that he hated the most. Right, he's become that guy. Yeah, because he's always been an eco guy. Yeah, but now he's become a guy that will stooge people out to Vince McMahon. Yeah, right, when that should have always been the last thing that character would ever do. Yeah, so. Even the biggest Daniel Bryan fan, I gotta think, was still happy that Kofi beat him. Right, and that's how that's yeah. a testament to Daniel. Absolutely, and this is a new. This should be a new era ushered in for heels. Yeah, like definitely. I, I I'm I am kind of over like you know cool heels in a sense. Yeah, I, I want especially Champa woke me up to this. Yeah, like I need them to be assholes. Someone like, who's just despicable that you yeah. actually do want them to lose yes. yeah. not somebody that you quote not yeah. somebody that you like i almost like actively want to buy their gear right like i i need daniel and champa are the absolute a number one examples right now for this and it's like superheroes like you have to have a good guy that you really love and care about for that to work mm-hmm. necessarily because if you didn't have kofi then Daniel Bryan wouldn't necessarily seem as despicable. Yeah. If you didn't have Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, who would still be a jerk, but he wouldn't be as much of a horrible, horrible human being. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That's that's uh, that's basically what I have to say about it. You, everybody knows who won. Go watch the Shad MVP reaction yeah. video. And I saw Kofi, I think it was Kofi that posted it. One of his family members still lives in, um, in Africa and showed picture that he had basically friends over 
um, his family, I think it was an uncle or something, yeah. and was they were watching WrestleMania Live, and no like, when Kofi won, and New Day oh. all hugs together, and like the place is going nuts. Oh, so, I gotta see that. Yeah, it was cool. I think I think I Kofi feel like, posted it. I feel like that would like uh, parallel that that bar reaction video that, right. that everybody's yeah. photoshopping their own thing yeah. in. Like I feel like that would be like yeah. what that is. I gotta see that. Yeah, yeah please. I'll try right. to find it yeah. for you and like re- retweet it yeah. or something. Did you hear that? Um, I won't even say this guy's name because I know he wants me to say it because mm. he wants press mm. because he's just so desperate for attention at this mm-hmm. point in his life. But there's an asshole ex uh, WWF champion. And I say that to give you kind of where the era is, WWF, mm-hmm. who said, uh, someone asked him, what do you think about Kofi? Mm-hmm. And he was like, brother, you need to do steroids. Like, that's basically what he said. Like, wow. like I know that's not a cool thing to say, but I know Vince, and there's no way that he's going to do anything with you anymore if you're not on the gas. Like, I am not even kidding, and this guy like wasn't AJ even... Styles and Daniel Bryan and CM Punk. Yeah, and... <laughs> this is obviously a guy who hasn't watched in 100 yeah. years because he's 100 years old. Right. But to, I just wanted to say, to the ex-champion, because like Gorilla Monsoon says, X sounds more permanent. Sure. Um, yeah, fuck you. Like, yeah. that's a horrible thing to say. Someone asked Kofi about it later on, and he didn't, didn't, he didn't really dignify it. He yeah. was like, I heard something about that, but... Yes, yeah. and I love Kofi. Like he's he's the greatest human being. Yeah. I think. And go. All you need to do is get Booker's take yeah. on it because Booker was Kofi's oh, champion really? for this yeah. response. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just gonna say, there's your pieces of the puzzle. Fill it in yourself. Right. And I will not say this guy's name. If this this is a guy that was given everything a couple of times over, and he blew it, and he's mad at himself, ah. and he's taking it out on somebody's amazing moment. Yeah. So. I hate I hate to see that, and no. I, almost, I almost hesitated to bring it up, but I just I figured I'd say it on this platform. Sure. Yeah, here, so. it's, it's out in the atmosphere now. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. I might I might give the name out later, but for right now, I'm not going to okay. do it. Fair so. enough. Yeah, but yeah, that and that was I expended so much energy just watching it in the room. Yeah, like I was I was pretty tired after that. And yeah. next up was the uh, Samoa Joe Rey Mysterio match, which it was barely a match. Yeah, exactly. Joey's yeah. doing the Stone Cold Invisible Watch. Yeah. One of my favorite things. And, I mean, Mysterio may still not have been 100% because we yeah. know that he had gotten injured prior yeah. to that. Yeah. And it was good for Joe. Yeah. It, he needed this kind of win. He needed a win where he wasn't jumping someone from behind and backstabbing yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. Because he had gone straight up against AJ Styles so many times and lost every time. This has been a good run for him with the U.S. title yeah. because he he, beat, he, uh, he won it in that four-way. He defended in a four-way, yeah. and he looked great doing it. Yeah. And, and beating a legend, a first ballot Hall of Famer yeah. in less than a minute, despite whether or not he's hurt or not. Sure is something that needed to happen yeah. for Joe. And I, I'm I'm proud of Ray for not, you know, for doing the right thing right. also, what yeah. was asked of him. And, uh, you know, I, I heard him talk about it, and, you know, yeah. he's like, you know, hey. <laughs> and it was smart to do that right after that WWE title match because yeah. it, was, it wasn't really a match. It was just, like, a segment. And yeah. it, it, if they you pursue didn't it, have to because we were all tired. We're yeah. not going to get into another match. That'll wake you up a little yeah, bit. Like, so oh, that was whoa. that was the best thing they could have done there. Bells in succession. That'll yeah. that'll keep you awake. Yeah, for sure. And if they pursue this feud, you know, a phrase is good to go. If they pursue the feud, then they, that yeah. Dominic thing needs to happen. <laughs> You're not going to let that go. I'm not going to let it go because as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. And he's legit on the road with him, like cool. like full time. I think That's he's cool. breaking him in. So why not? 
Next up was the Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre match. And this is the match where if I was going to fall asleep, this is where it was going to happen. Yeah. Nothing against those guys. I really like Drew McIntyre. I'm happy to see Roman Reigns back. This is the position you want him in, too. We yeah. talked about this. Yeah. This is this is the about where on the card you said Roman uh, yeah, is fit I for. I think it was, yeah. yeah. It, it was just... I was tired. I know. The match yeah. was a little long. Neither yeah. of those guys really do a whole lot of fast-paced stuff. Yeah. And it was kind of a thinkless match for both of them, yeah. honestly. And I, here's the thing: I I will say this: it was never boring to the point where I didn't know who was going to win because right. that's the thing. It's like I didn't know who was going to win. Yeah. I felt like Drew was due for yeah. sure, but you know, I don't I don't think about those things. Like I guess because I'm not a huge Roman fan, but right. I didn't think about how good of a comeback story it is for him to win. Yeah. Versus all that other stuff that you're not supposed to talk about in context of a match, yeah. but I get it. It is it's a pretty great story. That being said, it's for sure that that's something that could be in a movie over time too. Yeah. So don't I I you know maybe put in that position. Maybe I would make the same decision as a yeah. booker or promoter. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, if they make the Roman Reigns movie, that's going to be probably the Definitely. last part of it. It makes sense. It does make sense. Yeah. I I don't think. My reasoning was I don't think it's necessary for him to win, no. but because it, it gives him a little bit of time to chase and to actually have that comeback some other time. Yeah. But it's mania, so it, I, I get and, it. And also, Drew did get a lot going into this he match. Did. He yeah. got to he got he well, he destroyed the shield. He literally did get to dismantle yeah. the shield piece by piece, and yeah. he can always say that he did in a way. Yeah. So he did get something out of this, yeah. and I, that's another thing I did like about it. Yeah. And. He's obviously due for a world title sooner than later, so yeah. his his time will come. Yeah, like I said, sooner than later. All right. Then we had the no holds barred retirement match, Triple H Batista, which we kind of talked about. It was a little bit too long. It should have yeah. been maybe a little bit shorter, but you know, it was it was fun for what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Botchamania, again for catching Batista really enjoying everything. Oh yeah. <laughs> It was cool to see him happy and enjoying yeah. stuff because I last run he had I didn't want to see him. No, and I don't think he, he did he either. Didn't, it seemed like he wanted to be there. He wasn't happy, maybe because of the reaction he was getting from the yeah. crowd. It but, wasn't his time. Like yeah. he was, we were still not wanting him back. Yeah, because he he hadn't accomplished as much as he right. had gone. So yeah. we like that, you know. Same thing with the Rock. Yeah. I mean, I really think that the Rock came back at a perfect time, right. and it's hard to call that. But yeah. he really did. Yeah. And this was a great, the perfect time for him to come back. Yeah. I was actually happy to see him for the for all these promos, yeah. believe it or not. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, congratulations. Uh, Dave is another guy who will uh, be a bright spot and something you could point to as a wrestling fan and be proud of it and be like, here's another one of our guys. Yeah. You like The Rock so much. We gave you another one. Yeah. What? <laughs> I yeah. know it wasn't Hogan. Yeah. We're making up for Hogan. Massive reparations for Hulk Hogan's right. movie career. Right. I think yeah. we've outdone that yeah. now. <laughs> Batista has two, at least two movies coming out this summer. I went to a movie the other day yeah. and back-to-back Batista trailers. Ah! So Yeah, and they're both, uh, I think both comedies. Yeah. And I want to see them both. Yeah, me and too. Uh, now WWE's promoting him. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, they were never... Yeah. As high as he's been so far on the totem pole in Hollywood and bigger roles he's got, he was a Bond villain, yeah. and they didn't talk about it. Yeah. He, he's been he was in, in the new Blade Runner. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. MCU stuff we talked about, of yeah. course. They didn't promote him all. Now all of a sudden you're going to see all these trailers. Yeah. <laughs> he was in one of the Kickboxer movies. Did you know that? 
No. Like, I don't know if it's a reboot or not. I haven't watched it yet. It's on Netflix, but he's, oh, in, wow. he's in one of the kickboxer movies. Was so. that like right before he really started I to get the so, big yeah, roles? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he did a handful of things where he was paying his dues. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, he definitely had to work for it a yeah. little bit. Anyway, but congratulations. Your last match. And uh, I just wonder when Hunter's last match is going to be now. Who knows? Uh, he's, and, and, and more power to him for, I, mean, I think also maybe the reason the match went on so long, it's almost like he was proving to everybody yeah. that, yeah. hey, I got hurt in my last match, already had the surgery, already good to go, had this match yeah. done. So, yeah, I, maybe that's why. I don't yeah. know. Just a thought. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, another retirement match, Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. Let's not on. talk about that. Yeah. We're going to move on. Yes. Uh, yeah, let's we, just put that away. Everybody yeah. knows how we feel about that. Yeah, yeah, no, they didn't no. do anything we wanted. No. Somewhere in there, I missed it, there was the Elias segment. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was like right before the main event or a match. I think it was after Reigns and McIntyre. Okay, yeah. I enjoyed it. I, 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 I freaking loved the Doctor of Thugonomics. Yeah. I know you did, too. Yeah. And... I don't know how you can fit him into. I, obviously, it was probably a one-off. I don't know how you yeah. can fit that into a lot of the narrative nowadays. If you go back and watch some of those I mean, raps, yeah. are a little uncomfortable, but still entertaining. I gotta say, yeah. I, I put it in line with stand-up comedians. Right. Like obviously, it's a character. Yeah. So that being said, uh, it was a good callback to a lot of those old rhymes, and this how you would do it this day and age. Yeah, for so, sure. And I love Elias. I love the fact that Cena and Elias have now been at it two WrestleManias yeah, in a row, right, yeah. by the way. Yeah. So there's this whole thing. Something's got to give there. I hope so. Yeah. I like that they might be building up to like, actually, I think, I'm going to go real further out, and then, we get, then I'll make sure we get out of here mm. in a timely manner. Mm -hmm. This could be the Randy Orton-Mick Foley thing. I really feel like there's a potential oh, yeah, there. Because yeah. Mick Foley massively passing the torch to Randy Orton in that yeah. hardcore feud. Yeah. I think this is Elias's ticket to the next level. Could is, be, yeah. is is fulfilling a fully realized John Cena feud. Yeah. A lot of trade backs on wins and losses. However, I mean it needs to get to the point where we're we're sniffing TV fourteen. Yeah. And I think this is going to be one of those things. If I this is what I'm thinking, I hope they're thinking the same thing. Elias is good to go as a wrestler. Yeah. And people still really haven't seen yeah, the wrestler Elias really yet. A whole lot. Like I said, it's it's brilliant. Yeah. They're, I mean, like, this guy's going to have a long career because of it. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, all right. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. Next up, the we're almost at the end. Thank you. Was the, well, the Demon versus Bobby Lashley for the Intercontinental title. And as expected, it was very short. It was cool to see the Demon back. Um, I wish they hadn't announced that the Demon was going to be there. Yeah. I wish it had just happened. But, because, I mean, you're going to watch the show anyway. That's yeah. not like the, you're not on the fence and you're like, oh, the demon, now I'm going to watch maybe, it. Maybe so. tease it in a promo without showing it. Like, yeah. But still, that might be too much also. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. other than that, it was it was cool. I'm happy that Balor won the title back. Yeah. And hopefully he holds it for a long time this time. Right on. And main event, right? After yeah, that? main event. I mean, what else can we say? We already <laughs> talked about it a lot on the last one. The SmackDown title was, is still unnecessary for that match it didn't need it no we didn't need charlotte um as much as i like charlotte but we didn't need her in the match charlotte did her part in the she match did. she was really good uh, the, i had that said that we didn't yeah. need her oh, yes no. the match was good yeah and i don't want to be that guy but yeah. um i uh i really got a kick out of the entrance <laughs> that call oh, back oh, to the, her dad's title match yeah. of the great american bash that was cool uh yeah me and lagreca have fanboyed out on that one for yeah. sure but I, I remember i said it during when yeah. we were watching it live i was like that that's the uh that's the nikita koloff title match yes yeah. so uh you know everybody i like that 
the people really need those pop entrances, and then Becky just walks out to yeah. her own song, yeah, like, sure. which is cool because she was winning, so yeah, that, that right. makes total sense. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, by the way, that song thing, it's down to uh, 5 and 11 now <laughs> right. on the record, just to follow up from the last episode. Yeah. Becky wins. We all love it. Uh, I heard the referee got fined. <laughs> I would hope so. I mean, yeah, that's just real. something you don't screw up. I mean, I knew that that was supposed to be the finish. It yeah. was obvious that was supposed to be the finish. Yeah. You just wait a second and just look. Yeah. Just you're right. You just have to look. Yeah, so he's out of position. That's got... that really stinks. I'm really. Yeah. It, it's always going to take. It's always going to take the match. It's yeah. the shooting star press this year. Yeah, That's... and it was none of their faults. Yeah, no, so, yeah. exactly. It was the referee's fault, and yeah. I heard that he got fined. And I agree with the old man. He wanted to set precedent that this does not happen in the future. Yeah, you get in position and you check the shoulders. Yeah. I mean, what are we what are we pretending to not know here? Yeah, right. I've always heard this my whole life watching yeah. wrestling. Is referees out of position? Why? Yeah. When it's convenient, of course. Yeah. But not when it actually counts. Right. Okay. All right. So that was Mania. Overall, enjoyed it too long, but I I really did enjoy pretty much almost the entire show. Yeah. And I'm gonna tease the next episode. I did something uh, for kind of our show after Mania, kind of like the after Raw. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. I uh, and I want everybody to really think about this too. If you're a longtime fan, uh, and something to something my wife said to a friend of hers, she's got a coworker, one of her best friends. She's really into NASCAR. My wife, who's my wife, right, is obviously into pro wrestling. Yeah. I got very lucky. So they talk about these things to each other because they're good friends and they listen to each other. And then when she goes, her friend goes, "Oh yeah, that WrestleMania thing. Who won?" And mm-hmm. then she just looks at her. And goes the fans, the fans <laughs> nice. won, and I want to talk about that some more on the next episode. Okay, and uh, cool. I, I, I'm compiling a list right now of the times that WrestleMania paid off its top three storylines in a fan friendly way. Oh, and right. and I'm going to go into even deeper detail as does that make it a good mania versus yeah. hey yeah that's a good idea and so uh that's gonna be i'm gonna tease that but uh, chris it's in the works i'm almost done with it but All i right. didn't want to i didn't want to you know do it half ass. so next episode it's gonna be a good thing cool and you can hear that where you can hear that on cnjradio.com the home of the cnj radio family of podcasts Go there to find all of our wrap-ups and reviews. I'm still working on the ones for TakeOver and WrestleMania because I always have to do those a little bit later. They take longer because it was like seven and a half, eight hours. Like so said, busy week. takes a little bit. But you can go there for all of that. Find our Facebook and Twitter on that on cnjradio.com as well. And please interact. Let us know what you thought of the show. It's been a couple weeks now. What do you think of the fallout and the stuff that's happened afterwards? What do you think is going to happen going into the summer? Because we're going to be getting into probably a bit of all of that coming up on the next show which we will talk about the superstar shake-up a lot i think oh well we'll both have a lot to say about the shake-up i'm yeah. sure because we oh, always yeah. do yeah so no doubt <laughs> all right we'll see you guys on the next one bye
No PCR! We need some medical attention! Oh! What? what the hell did we just see?